I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27. Damn, free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the card wire because the, the season is officially here. We're officially in week one. We are going to be doing some underdog uh, fantasy drafting plus looking at prop bets because their mystery pick'em has been revealed and it's unbeatable. It's unbeatable. It's a half a yard on Patrick Mahomes. It's an easy one right off the bat that we compare with something else and make some instant money. And speaking of instant money, we're going to be looking at cards that we can snipe tonight on the platform that allows you to flip cards the fastest. That is comc.com with that software integration to ebay never having to take physical possession of the card steve the ebay hitman the comc hitman i know he was the hitman at the national how are you feeling tonight with the season just one week out are you ready my friend i am ready i am ready uh we got all the drafts last week i was stressing about drafts we got those out of the way uh i've got most of all my best balling in sadly we only got about uh Less than 24 hours of best bowling left, so get them in, man. And I know we're going to get one or two in tonight, but I'm excited. Uh, I, I haven't gotten as many cards listed as I would like to have, but I do have a plan to get all that done, and I'm not too worried about it. But speaking of Com C, uh, underutilized, very underutilized, and I've made incredible deals on there because there's always that miscellaneous – card that somebody just lists and they don't really have an appreciation for it or they're just trying to get rid of it quick and i've been actually doing both baseball and football on com c and i've had some 10xers some 30xers granted you know they're not high dollar amounts but they're at least a dollar cards that are now going for you know a massive multiplier so boom man love it Derek. Yeah, welcome to the chat, Derek, Tom, Hector, Mark. I see Derek sporting a nice little new profile pick there. I can't tell exactly who it is, but it's got a mean mullet. He's It's uh, the number one tight end in the NFL, man, TJ Hawkins. Oh, that's T-Hawk. Okay, yeah, I see it now. I see it. I got you. All right. Yeah, he's traded in the Cousins 2 chains. For the for the T Hawk mullet, okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. You know, T Hawk. If if the NFL doesn't work out for him, he can definitely be a wrestler, wouldn't you say, Steve? Yeah, or an extra at a Vikings film or show for sure. <laughs> got Messiah in the house. Oh, this is gonna be fun. We got Messiah. We got Tony from Taps Treasures. We got Tom. Man, this is gonna be a great live stream. So, Steve, you were talking about best balling and getting those in before the season. And guess what, brother? I've got the 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 hottest risers. I've got the guys that have moved up fantasy draft boards the most this offseason since the whole you know best ball game started. Their spreadsheet goes all the way back. Let's see how far it goes back. It's it's got to go back to the beginning of May is when they started tracking it uh, with this spreadsheet. And so they've got a beginning to end risers and fallers. Can you guess who has? 
moved up draft boards the most since May 1st? Ooh, since May 1st. Hmm. That's a good one. It's a guy not too relevant in the card market, but yet relevant. Like people are still going to buy him just not very often. And it's largely due to the team that he's on. There's a bonus to the team that he's on. I'll give you a little hint. See if anybody in the chat gets it. Oh, I think Derek might be on to something there. I think Derek's got access to the sheet. Uh, so before he can look at it, it's actually Jarek McKinnon, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. And uh, he's he's moved up 82 spots to being drafted like at the very end of the draft to now having an ADP right now of around 126. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's been regularly going in like the 140s. So that's interesting. I, I think that that tells you that there's just not a lot of headway being made with uh, some of the running backs there. Well, yeah, anyway, you had you had rumors of Isaiah Pacheco being uh, in, injured throughout training camp, like he was in non-contact uh, jerseys and stuff like that. Um, his shoulder, I mean, he could have played in the preseason finale. I'm not um, – I think he's expected to be a starter. He'll absolutely play in week one is the latest news that I'm seeing, so – you know, I think it's just more of uh, speculation, rumors. Plus, they, you know, Jarek McKinnon's used a lot in pass protection and pass play situations uh, when they get in that two-minute warning. I think they trust him a lot more than they do Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And, uh, and and they drafted that rookie, Daenerys Prince, who's interesting. But um, I think Jarek McKinnon, with that veteran presence there, it was just kind of like he has that he has that situational upside any given week and he's not necessarily a guy you buy in the cards but i saw i saw one of our uh guys in the community posting the flip of the week a jerick mckinnon in the playoff time period last year that he's he flipped for like 5x so i know there is a market but the guy is seriously a veteran running back and and it's really because of the chiefs that he gets any hype really at all <laughs> and people buy his stuff yeah, and I think it's worth noting, too, that uh, they seem to increase his usage as the season goes on. But maybe that's not the case this year, since there's a lot of question marks at the position. Uh, not to mention, their defense really isn't that good. So they're going to possibly need their best receiving back in, you know, in the game most of the time. Now, uh, I, the, the Travis Kelsey news may have startled you a little bit, may have concerned you a little bit, Steve, yesterday, because I know you have some healthy exposure to Kelsey. You see my Topps Chrome Refractor Travis Kelsey on my wall here that I refuse to crack out of an SGC 8.5 slab. The reason why I keep it in that slab is because I know nobody's going to buy it in 8.5 slab at where I've got it priced at. So that's how you avoid you know, selling your PC cards <laughs> right there. Uh, <laughs> Just get bad grades on them. <laughs> yeah, you get bad grades on them and list them for too high and refuse to crack them out. Uh, but are you concerned that Travis Kelsey is not going to play tomorrow night? Do you or yeah. do you think he will play? The latest news, his ACL is intact. He's day-to-day. -day. Travis Kelsey has not missed a game in 10 years. 10 years in the NFL, that's insane. But the guy's 34 years old. Uh Steve, is he playing tomorrow night? I'm saying definitely not. 
they're not going to they're really? not going to risk it. There's a it's a long 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 season, and I just don't think there's any chance they gamble. So are you are you interested? So this is another interesting fact about the the Chiefs right now. They are dressing, so they are are bringing to the field, you know, suited up seven wide receivers seven wide receivers steve most teams only have four to five on game day the chiefs got seven tomorrow night uh the the the, the starting wide receiver roster and two and three wide receiver sets i i think is still up in the air as of right now um and I, i'm curious to get your take because obviously it's a very crowded wide receiver room we all want to we all want to find who Patrick Mahomes is going to throw four touchdowns to tomorrow night because we know he's the X factor for this Chiefs offense. So it's like, who do we go after, Steve? Who do you think we go after? Oh, man. You know, I don't think there's necessarily a guy right now. Uh, the guy that is going to be their most reliable guy, at least week one, is probably MVS. I'm not advocating a big play on him because by the time you get that card, uh, you may they may already be moving on to a new flavor of the week next week. So it is kind of hard. But, Andy, it's almost like I have a radar for these things because I kind of do. But look what came in the mail yesterday, and that's a Noah Gray and a Justin Watson out of 49 rookie ticket auto. Uh, and for you guys that don't let know. Me, let me blow you up. Hold on. Hold, hold that beauty back up there. Yeah, what, is, what is this? You got a sixth sense that the Travis, you know, something that we don't look at this. Noah Gray, he's got it in hand ready for the game tomorrow night. In fact, it came in the mail yesterday. So the, here's the thing is, uh, I, I don't really have an explanation for it, but you can ask Derek and you can ask uh, some of the local peeps, including Tom. Uh, I, I have had this weird gut feeling that Kelsey misses some time this year. And when I saw the news yesterday, I was like, no way, man. <laughs> no, I didn't expect it to be this soon. And uh, Noah Gray makes for a great play simply because he plays the same position, so he's going to definitely see the field. Whereas if a receiver went down, you still have six other guys that that are hypothetically in competition with receiver A, receiver B, whatever. But in this case, he's really their best replacement. I don't know that he's a good or even an elite tight end, but – He's in the system. He knows the playbook. He's going to be out there this week. And if you're in a DFS league, uh, he makes a great start. And if Kelsey misses any time whatsoever, he's a great play too. So I like that rookie ticket auto you got because I'm on the first page here, uh, comc.com, pulled up Noah Gray's rookie cards. I mean, I like a base prism for 45 cents. If you're entry level, there's a lot on here, though. There's 54 of them on here. This is a high supply. So – uh, you may have to do a little a little work there to uh, control the supply. Maybe those base prisms or base rated rookies. But if you were uh, wanting to get something a little bit, um, you know, a little bit higher risk reward here, we got silver prisms starting at a dollar forty five. Why is all of these cards the same picture though, Steve? Like, what what do you think we should be going? I'm, I'm like. It's all the same picture. What? And then the XR is a similar picture. Is just his knees out to the side now. So the, the, the field level, Andy, and the uh, rookie ticket are the only ones I think that have different photos. I, I've been doing a little doing a little digging lately. Okay, so field level and field level from 2021 select was also hobby only, correct? Yes. So it is 
though on the surface level it does seem like it's uh you know like a, a commoner card but believe it or not i did pick up uh field level silver i bought a bunch of optic hollows optic previews in the past week or two that i got sitting around here on my desk so i've been ready andy speaking of look at that optic with blue circles no grays this is not this is this is predictive. This is not a reaction. This is a prediction. Hold, hold those things back up, Steve. Hold those <laughs> yeah. things back up, man. I, I blew you up. Man, look at you ready to go. Number You're going to be doing little... nine prism. So, yeah, man, been been ready to go. Been ready to go on that. What what I what I like about Noah Gray is that you know you have no more Jody Fortson on the roster. So literally, when you look at the the Chiefs roster, it's literally three tight ends, and the other uh, the other guy is not notable at all. So um, I, I look at that and I'm like, well, if we don't have Travis Kelsey, we've seen Patrick Mahomes does like to target Noah Gray. Uh, when he's out there and this guy actually has some athletic juice like I'm looking at 78 percentile 40 yard dash 77 percentile agility so he had a really fast three cone score which you know we really respect the three cone score here on the quest he broke out at a super young age when he broke out at Duke that was at 18 years old ultimately went in the fifth round but at 6'3 240 and able to run that kind of three cone uh, I think this is a very interesting pick. I can see that he has been moving up uh, draft boards this week. And I'll be really interested to see what his ADP is tonight and how far Travis Kelsey moves down the draft boards uh, from listening to guys like Establish the Run and stuff. Uh, I, they're, they're, they're projecting him to go around Mark Andrews level now, you know, somewhere around the end of the, se the second round. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, this this Noah Gray, I'll tell you right here, right on the screen, this field level silver, there's only three, and two of them are at 15. One's at 865, 40% off. I think that's an instant buy now for me, especially when I pull up the chart and I see that one sold uh, October 1st for $9. I mean, I've already got 40 cents profit in this. I don't even have to... I don't even have to um, uh, take possession or anything of this card. I could just go ahead and purchase and relist it for $14.99. And then it's also going to come through on eBay. Boom. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. Yeah, absolutely. And then the it's there. It's it's available if he has a great game this week or if they say Kelsey's going to miss time. Uh, typically a knee hyperextension, you're, you're talking about usually a couple weeks depending on how severe i mean that that could be a long injury believe it or not so they don't know they haven't said anything yet they've only said that the uh the what's it the acl is intact there's a lot of other things in your knee andy including your patella tendons uh other tendons in the knee as well other ligaments in the knee so we don't know we do know that it was swollen enough that they couldn't take the uh the imaging done right away right after the injury so i think you gotta expect at least a few weeks and that gives you plenty of time to make a play on this guy i'm gonna give you a guy i'm gonna give you guys a guy i wrote him up a few weeks ago um in an article uh, through our premium membership at patreon.com football cards his name is sky moore he's currently a third wide receiver on the depth chart behind Kadarius tony I'm out on him, guys. Marquez Valdez-Scantley running wind sprints out there. 
never never has broken out with elite quarterback play. I'm out on MVS too, Steve. I'm in on Sky Moore. Richie James is interesting, but it, I don't think he has what it takes to drive any kind of FOMO or uh, price spikes. Uh, Rashi Rice is interesting, but he's made some really bad drops this this preseason. His hype has cooled off. He's now uh, tied on the depth chart with Justin Ross, who is an interesting guy who has few rookie cards, comes from Clemson, balled out in college with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Justin Ross is an interesting guy. Justin Watson doesn't really do much for people, I don't think. Uh, Cornell Powell and and uh, Nico Remigio, these, these guys might not be on the field. That I think that's their seven right there stopping at Justin Ross. So the guy that I'm looking at, because you, know, you look at analytics, a lot of second-year wide receivers really make a leap in production. And when you got Patrick Mahomes, your quarterback, uh, the other things I like about Sky Moore, Steve, he was an early declare. He's only 23 years old. So he came from a small school, Western Michigan, and was able to dominate at such a high level that he was able to go into the NFL draft early from his junior year and still get drafted in this second round from a small school. What does that tell you? That tells you that he is really freaking good, according to the Chiefs scouts. So that's there for him. He ran a 4-4-1, 90th percentile 40-yard dash score, 5'10", 191. This guy is a really interesting uh, prospect to me. And as a second-year wide receiver, he's got a healthy supply of cards right now on the market that uh, I think he's, he's an absolute play. I want to touch on a few things before we get too far behind. Derek in the chat said MVS, then more than McKinnon, then everyone else. 100%, man. 100% on that. There you Tom go. Bullard. Tom Bullard said he's been flipping gray since August. Man, we are on the same friggin' page. Love it. Love it. Uh, there was one more One more I saw that I really wanted to touch on, too. Where was it there? That was, I think that was it for now. But oh, Bob, of course, Bob, man, love to see the Lions in an upset, overweight in golf. Did not scoff. Uh, if the Lions win, you know all the KC and, and Mahomes fans are going to be saying, "Oh, it's because Kelsey was out. It's because Kelsey was out," leaving you tons of room to keep getting in on the Lions. So that's the and that's the other side of the coin here. The Lions. Uh, I talked to my man, Tony, from Taps Treasures. Uh, we, we did a backstage video yesterday. We did a deep dive on Com C, in fact, where we went through the ins and outs of not only submitting cards, but where we believe the, the pockets of opportunity there are, like, on a large scale. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, that is uh, something that we put up on the Patreon feed at patreon.com slash football cards. Uh, this show right here that Steve and I do every week is going to continue to be free for, for uh, the foreseeable future. And it's going to be on YouTube. So if you enjoy it, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, we are shifting to Wednesday nights uh, as of right now uh, until unless Steve and I work out possibly Tuesday nights. But the vote from you guys last week was Wednesday nights at, at 9 p.m. You guys love it. So we're here uh, and we want to talk live active snipes right now on eBay. So if you have any questions, put them up in the chat. Uh, if you want us to jump to it right away, the super chat is open, uh, Steve. But we were... We were looking at this lion side because one of the cards I shipped out today and my sold batch of seven cards that I sold today, Steve, seven cards that I sold today was a Jared Goff optic red and yellow. 
um, that I was able to double my money on. I bought it for 10 bucks earlier in the season. I probably had it listed too low at, at 20, Steve. But, you know, hey, when you, I'm, I'm under the opinion I'd rather sell on the way up than try and perfectly time the peak and, and then be too late. Like, what if, what if, God forbid, something bad happens to go off the yeah. right? So, um, you know, so I sold on the way up. Maybe didn't get the max, but I got, I got my double up on it. And, and I look at this line side of the ball and talking to Tony, him and all his friends are betting on the Lions tomorrow night to cover the spread. They got money on the Lions. And uh, and in this whole Travis Kelsey injury makes things more interesting. I know you're betting on the Lions. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I know it looks like he's going to play. You know, the only guy that they're really missing is Jamison Williams. How much do you think that's going to impact this offense? Do you think the Lions are going to win tomorrow night? Uh, and if so, like, who's the who's the key guy that we need to be looking at right now? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I, I just think that the, a couple of guys on the Lions are going to are finally going to click tomorrow. And I think, you know, we talked a lot about the love for David Montgomery. And uh, I think that he's going to have a really good game. Amon Ra, he's going to do Amon Ra things like we know. A guy that is just, just completely forgotten about. Now, I'm not advocating a big buy-in but for a, a weekly play or like a dfs sheet uh marvin jones man he's been with the organization and he did decent as a fantasy producer when they weren't good so keep that in mind he's there and they're good and he has pretty much a clear role on the team i would think the two receiver and maybe laporta the three right now yeah, I, I, you could get you could get Marvin Jones cards insanely cheap. Like he's got Topps Chrome available. So you like Topps products? Eat your heart out. You can probably get a Marvin Jones one of one for like a hundred bucks or less. You know, it's like there's probably some insanely rare Marvin Jones cards out there. Uh, you know, at that at that age, I could see opening night he puts up a few touchdowns that could lead to a smite. You, you got to remember that opening night, uh, the market is hypersensitive. So if Travis Kelsey doesn't play and Noah Gray puts up two touchdowns, the market is going to instantaneously react to that. I put money on it. Uh, so I put money on it right now. That That is one thing I will bet the farm on is, is the market being hypersensitive tomorrow night. And so so the, the age and the FOMO stuff, it, it some of that stuff does go out the window. It depends on the breakout. Obviously, excuse me. You know, you, you know, you've been, you, Steve. This is like, this is probably like our hundredth episode we've done together. So, you're, <laughs> you're familiar with how the market like is. It's now. only been a, a month or two. You know, Andy, yeah, you, so, you said uh, hyper. You said uh, hypersensitive and something about putting your money in play. Uh, I think there's maybe two cards in the private chat that maybe you or one of our viewers might want to put some money in play on. That. Oof has quite a bit of hyper relevancy and again it's a big play it's not a guarantee but pending a big week one could be a very big play let's do it let's pull up the screen let's see what you sent me got uh got steve over here if you guys like steve sending me private messages of ebay snipes make sure you hit that like button uh, Bob says Jameer Gibbs. Oh that. man, but still, this is uh, this is one that ended just recently, huh? This is uh, Devonta Smith. This is this is this is crazy. Uh, I wonder how much the absolute brand name here devalues. 
what um, what this card went for because this is a gold 01 out of 10, the actual serial number, and it sold for $51 in auction, DC Sports 87. So you know that it got a plenty of, of looks. Uh, I think that, that's, that's a, a good buy, honestly. I mean, it's, yeah. it, you know, if you, if you replace that name with anyone else of his production level from last year, you're talking about well over 100. Yeah, you know, from year to year, Devonta Smith was actually one of one of the top guys in terms of ADP from last year to this year. If you looked at Devonta Smith's ADP last year, I mean, he was going in like the ninth, tenth round uh, type range, and this year he is going in the second round uh, to beginning of third round. But I, I don't think in m many drafts he's falling out of the second round after he dominated at such a high level last year putting up 1,200 receiving yards and 12, uh, seven touchdowns. And uh, if you look at his um, his win rate against man coverage, zone coverage, it was up there with some with really good uh, to like top 10 receiver level. So it's pretty, it's pretty impressive, especially when you got A.J. Brown as the best in the league next to like Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild what the duo they got there. To see this go for 51, I do think is undervalued. Yeah, and you know, I think we've talked about it quite a few times now that, you know, as the season went on, he actually was outproducing AJ Brown on a week to week basis. I think the last what six plus weeks, you know, whether whether that continues over the course of the year or not remains to be seen, but at least you can see that he is capable of being leaned on. He's the alpha B to the alpha A on that team. <laughs> So you sent me a, a Noah Gray, field level prism, <laughs> oh, 03 out of 10, gold, $7 million. Yeah, man, you, you, you just ruined somebody's snipe right here. Um, <laughs> Probably. All funny games, though. This is all part of the game. Uh, 03 out of 10, Steve. To me, I feel like I've had this card before for, um, well, it wasn't a 2021. It was a 2020, but still, it's for my, my guy, Antoine Winfield. And I sold it. Actually, I had this card for Antoine Winfield and Tyler Johnson. Sold them both. But I sold the Antoine Winfield one for almost $100. And so, I mean, th to me, this card does have upside. If Noah Gray were to play tomorrow night, put up a couple touchdowns, he could have that little temporary spike. Obviously, this is eBay, so you're not going to get it for five days. And then you got to list it. And by that time, Kelsey's back. And it's, you know, maybe a longer hold. But we talked about how... This does open Kelsey up to being more susceptible to having a reoccurring injury, you know, in the lower body. His injury risk for the rest of the season just went up because of this. It's going to be easier for him to get injured. Uh, I don't know, Steve. What do you think? This has 125, 150 upside? I think it depends how good of a game he has. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if he has like uh, 50 yards and a touchdown, it's got like 120 plus dollar upside. If he has like two, three touchdowns, you know, the sky's the limit at that point. But who knows? I mean, think about it this way. And I'm not even trying to say that he is Kelsey or will ever be Kelsey, but just keep this in mind. When Kelsey was a rookie, nobody was saying that Kelsey was Kelsey. I, and and I got to say, man, this Noah Gray in the in the field level may be his best card besides the rookie ticket auto because of the, the practice shorts kneeling photograph that he's got on every single one of his other cards they all look the same man why would i want that when i can get an action shot here from the field 
of him catching a pass from Mahomes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and this zebra print, which one would you rather have, Steve? The zebra print or the gold? I feel like this one's got just the same upside as that gold. This is crazy. Uh, I think I appeal wise, they're actually pretty close, but I will say that the the gold will always have resale value simply because there's people that just buy golds. That's it. And if you're a Chiefs fan and you're looking for a, you know, a gold out of 10, like there's always going to be a buyer on that card. And, you know, he's young. He's a rookie or he's a second year player at this point. So we always say, oh, well, Kelsey's this old. Kelsey's, Kelsey's that old. Well, you know, maybe he's still around in a year or two and he's now the number one. And Mahomes is still obviously playing for a long time. So uh, Derek saying tight ends don't average 10 points per year after a run. True. Typically, yeah, but usually the biggest path to points for rookie tight ends was starting competition. And uh, for a lot of guys we saw drafted this year, that may not be an issue. Did you did you pull these cards up as we were starting the stream, or did you have these ready to go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a secret, right? Okay, magician never tells a secret. True sniper never tells a secret. No, uh, but, but he you saw the meme, Andy. You were there. I'm always sniping. That's right. He's always sniping, man. He's always sniping. Uh, so here we have a 2014 Bowman Chrome Refractor PSA 10 Jarek McKinnon. Uh, it's a nice card. I know Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Topps Chrome from 2014 are popular sets as well as Prism. And the Contenders was a very kind of thin card back then. Very easy to get edge and corner damage from 2014. And the Bowman Chrome, Topps Chrome cards were made with that good, thick, chrome card quality like you find a bowman university chrome today bowman chrome uh, uh, i i think could be one of the most undervalued products i mean when finest and tops chrome were out they were kind of like a, a third option to them but i mean aesthetics wise they look as good if not better in my opinion yeah, they got some great aesthetics, man. Um, so I see the guys talking a lot in the chat about Sam Laporta, rookie tight end. Yeah, rookie tight ends do take time. Typically, they don't have 1,000-yard seasons like Kyle Pitts did in his rookie year. But we had a very deep tight end class this year. We also know Jamison Williams is out. They have no more TJ Hawkinson. So Sam Laporta is definitely, when you look at his profile, I mean, at 6'3", 245, and 90th percentile 40-yard dash speed, burst agility, like across the board. Um, he had quite a solid target share at Iowa in college that propelled him to being drafted as a early second-round pick. Um, and we already see him throughout pre, uh, like training camp and preseason. You know, this guy is, is looking like he's going to get – quite a decent snap share and have some decent routes run. So I'm, I'm very interested to see where he gets targeted at. Uh, we, we, I think there's no doubt that um, you, you've got Amon Ross St. Brown going to play. He's practicing, but at the same time, he was, uh, he was questioned. So I, you know, it you does, know, it, it, it takes tight ends time to develop, right, Steve? Indeed. I mean, it, it, it is a more complicated position than people give it credit for. But again, we talked about the depth of the tight end class this year. But the thing that's unique about uh, Gray is 
what position is the focal point of the Chiefs? It's been the tight end. Is it the tight end because it's Kelsey? Maybe. But at least in the interim, that's the way that they script their game. So I would think at least for a couple weeks or however long he's the starter, they may filter more of the game through him than you would have expected. Look at these Jared Goff prices. His prism uh, over the past 180 days. So we're looking at a six-month scope here. Jared Goff's prices are up 30% on his base prism, PSA 10. And, yes, all rookies came silver out of the pack that year from Panini in the, in the prism set. Uh, they only did it with rookies, and this was the only sport they did it in, and they did it in 2016-17. So, um, yeah, you have that card up to 200. Now, where does that compare to a guy like Dak Prescott, who has a lot of question marks? You know, he led the league in interceptions last year, uh, but they got the Sunday night matchup. They got this fierce defense. You've got C.D. Lamb. You've got added uh, Brandon Cooks. You've got Tony Pollard. Where does that stack up? Jared Goff has now surpassed that of Dak Prescott. Um, and I remember the peak for Dak Prescott. That was like a you know, $350 to $500 card in that PSA 10 grade. Uh, going back to, uh, you know, 20, uh, 2020, 2021 time period. So uh, it's interesting to see how over the past uh, year, Jared Goff sur has surpassed Dak Prescott. And if Jared Goff is is got some lofty expectations, man, um, and, and, and if he's going to play good tomorrow night, he's going to bring guys along with him, whether it's St. Brown or Laporta, maybe Gibbs. You know, I love like gotta love Gibbs because as a running back, he's gonna step right in as a rookie from Alabama, who the Lions seem like they're out of their minds to draft him at the number twelve spot. I mean, that says insane volumes about what they expect out of Gibbs and the opportunity they're gonna give him. We love David Montgomery, so it's like for me, there's a lot of really good talent on this team with an elite offensive line. A lot of it does come back to Goff. Uh, even though he is entering what his seventh year, you know, he was the number one overall pick from 2016. So this very well could be the year that Jared Goff's prices go to a level that, that we have not seen before. We already have probably are seeing them at close to, uh, you know, what, what their peak has been since 2020. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we could get a lot higher, I think based on, the the just the scarcity from 2016 and if you were to compare this to 2017 it, it could get a lot higher well it, here's the thing too is i think we were i would probably even be willing to put money on it that if you went back in the wayback machine on youtube you weren't finding anybody else but this show talking about this man's ascension upcoming and you could actually find rookie ticket autos that weren't obnoxiously priced. Now, I don't know what they go for on a day-to-day -day basis. I've seen what the tens have been going for, which is in the upwards of $650 for just the base. But you were finding the raw ones for like 100 to 125 bucks at times. And even some of the, uh, you know, the color variants, not, not much more than that. And that's just not gonna happen now. And if they are any semblance of what they were last year, Andy. I think we're going to see even more growth, honestly. Mm, I love it, man. Because look at this Deshaun Watson. This 2017 
so I, I know, I, and I, we could click into it and see what this PSA 10 population is. You know, the Deshaun Watson's 2,571 compared to the Jared Goff at just 507. Just 507 PSA 10s in the database. Not a great PSA 10 hit rate. Only 40% of raw cards converted to PSA 10, uh, with 54% being 9s and 5% being 8s. So it's one of those situations where I just want to target the PSA 10 at add, add, add value here, Steve, because uh, this this upside is nice whenever I'm looking at Deshaun Watson. Yeah, his prices are, are up 6 to 10%. I think they could be up a lot more. The news is kind of flatlined for Deshaun Watson the past couple weeks. But I think he's a guy that you can put in this comparison. What do you think about putting Deshaun Watson in this comparison with Goff here? uh and to to try and paint a picture of what his prices could go up to and i, I think they'd go higher than that because obviously deshaun watson's market is down quite a bit well uh, where's my shirt pops in i'm not the shirt guy man you got to talk to andy bob uh but as far as deshaun watson goes uh here's the thing is it kind of reminds me of the lamar conversation where everyone's saying remember what he did a few years ago you know that's not what drives prices, Andy. It's what people are doing now. And you see that when you talk about hyper-relevancy, that doesn't just run it week to week. That runs it season to season. And you've got Goff, who's seemingly continuing to get better, whereas uh, you know Lamar is still kind of living off of that life support of that 2019 season. And then Deshaun Watson is kind of like a shade of his former self from 2021. So it's going to take a, a couple – pretty good games to get this guy back in in the conversation but there's definitely people out there that have been buying and holding which is probably the right thing to do but if you were asking me I'd, I'd rather get a guy that's showing that he's doing well and continuing to do well than a guy that hasn't done well for a long time I'm with you. Uh, one of the guys that has sh shown to play well, came out of obscurity last year, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Everybody loves him in the hobby, right? And, and where's Messiah at? This is, this is your cue, Messiah, to, uh, to <laughs> pop in here. And uh, Brock, Brock Purdy has actually moved up in draft, on draft boards more than any other quarterback this since May 1st. Brock Purdy has moved up 45 spots, and I think that's as we got more news that his elbow is healthy, and then it really started heating up when we started getting some practice highlights and training camp highlights, and then he plays in the preseason, and he looks like him old his old self with a little bit of mobility, like making a couple plays there, man. And the, the, the Brock Purdy uh, highlight of him juking out that defender is uh is all over twitter still it's still on twitter he probably is probably a top video out there you know for brock purdy just type him in and look at his prices his base prism up seven percent his prism silver this is what i wanted to pull up because now we're talking 2022 and i know brock purdy was mr irrelevant but he still got just as many rookie cards if not maybe a few more than jared goff uh, he's got about 1,500 different rookie cards, Brock Purdy does, and that's compared to Kenny Pickett's 6,200. And, uh, and Jared Goff's probably going to be around as the number one overall pick from 2016. It's probably going to be closer to that 1,500 number uh, than, 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 he, than he is the, the other number. I, I think he's going to be in that range. I'll probably look him up. But I wanted to show you this silver prism PSA 10 for Brock Purdy 
at currently $600. There was a $620 buy it now yesterday at 8.53 a.m. Someone said they got to have it. So you can see this market. Look at this market in the offseason here for Brock Purdy. It is just climbing. And we're also getting a lot of cards back for him, adding to the database. Uh, man, but look at that difference between Jared Goff and, and Brock Purdy. Uh, that's pretty wild, man. Don't don't forget the coaches said that they thought all three of those guys were franchise quarterbacks. So they, as far as the coaches' own words, they don't view him as any better than the other two guys that they have or had. So I don't know, man. We did really only see a small sample size. And you have to remember that now the expectations for him are – sky high if he doesn't come out and just shoot the lights out there's going to be a lot of people holding the bag yet again i'm personally staying away i mean his prices are so high so i look at jared goff he's had nine raw cards added to the psa database in the past seven days compared to brock purdy that has had 657 added to the database in the past seven days there's a massive difference there, and I, I get Trevor Lawrence has had 1,035, but uh, we are talking about, you know, former Mr. Irrelevant, now the QB1 for the San Francisco 49ers, potential to be, uh, you know, some some type of uh, Tom, Tom Brady type of uh, storyline here, and, and that's what I think you've got a lot of baked, baked in there that he's already that, uh, and that, that's a given. Uh, compared to the Jared Goff here. And he still obviously got hype, but it's not near the level of, of Purdy as a second-year quarterback. Here's the thing that people don't realize is there probably wasn't a coach in the league that ever imagined Purdy playing last year, right? So there wasn't anybody game-filming him, and there wasn't much to go off of. So I'm not saying he's not good. I'm saying I don't think he's elite. And I think that paying elite prices is going to probably lead to bad things. So just be careful and realize that they got a lot more film to look at now. They got ways to prep for him. And don't forget, he's coming off of a pretty, pretty serious elbow injury. Yeah, he's got to stay away from Hassan Reddick, right? And and Jalen Carter. <laughs> Those big bad, those big bad mean Eagles def uh, defensive linemen. Look at this though, Jared Thomas Goff, born October 14, 1994. He's got one thousand eight hundred and sixty-five different rookie cards. That's almost identical to that of Brock Purdy, who was drafted Mister Irrelevant this last year, and Jared Goff was the number one overall pick, comparable to you know Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, go down the line. Uh, and and uh, you get you know Bryce Young get the I bet you Bryce Young's already got well maybe not because of the whole fanatics versus Panini stuff but um, it's just it's just wild to see the growth there and then also that just tells you you've got to wait the Jared Goff with a, with a lot more uh, scarcity and the 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 the, the, the thing he's got to overcome is the whole FOMO the fear of missing out effect that drives prices for these these rookies. And uh, these guys that are that are way less unproven than than some of these more veteran guys, um, but yeah, man, I I uh, I digress, Steve. Um, I heard 
that you have a couple pickums tonight from our sponsor, underdogfantasy.com. So they are doing something really cool this year, Steve. They're not only doing pickums on offensive players, they're doing pickums on defensive players, and they've expanded their line of pickums. And you only got to put two together, right, to 3x your money. And guess what? They've got a special right now, a Patrick Mahomes for half a yard, half a yard. If he gets a half passing yard, throws for one passing yard, you automatically get one leg of your parlay right. You can only use the special one time. If you're new, promo code Quest gets you a 100% instant deposit bonus up to $100 instantly. Put it in, you get you double your money up to $100. Um, and the pick them, so Steve's picked out a slip that he likes. I picked out a slip that I like. He's going to run us through it real quick. I'm going to put some money down on it. I'm going to run you through mine. We're going to put some money down on that. We're going to see what kind of drafts they have available. And then if you guys got snipes, we'll pull up snipes throughout the draft. If you guys have football card questions, we'll pull up some uh, and talk about some football card analysis throughout the draft. I'm, I, I've got a reputation for sniping and, and talking about football cards on eBay while being auto-drafted. It's okay. We might. I, I think we might do a puppy. I don't know. They want to do a BBM. It's all good. Underdog Fantasy is the best sponsor. It's actually our only sponsor, but they're the best, <laughs> they're the best uh, friend of the of the Quest in, in helping support us and helping us grow. So make sure you use that uh, promo code Quest when you sign up to get that 100% instant deposit bonus as well as helping out the channel. Um, Steve, are you ready to share your slip? This is a controversial slip, everybody, so I hope you're buckled in. There might be some sports card. <laughs> what? Our what kind of slip would it be if it wasn't controversial? There, there might be some sports card plays to make off of this. That's the other thing I want to look at. If you're going over on somebody, I, I might be interested to try and pick them up quick here on comc.com and and uh, and roll an instant flip on them. Do you have the uh, Do you have the message? Because that was on my phone. I don't have it on the computer. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I I, oh, I have it. Uh, I have it on my phone. Let's see. We here. gotta wait. We got a way to get it on screen here. If not, I can try to recreate it. Uh, well, you sent. I mean, yeah, but it, it would um, it would take it would take too long. You actually are very uh, aggressive in this. I'm I, I'm just gonna pause it here. What I'm gonna do is pull up your slip. So you're saying you don't have the the pics in front of you? Is that what you're um, I can pull. My, I can open it up on my phone if you want to look up the guys one by one. Here. Okay. Yeah. So you want me to you want me to pull them up and that'll. There you go. Uh, the first yeah. one, first one was Amari Cooper over on the yardage. So over on Amari Cooper's fifty six point five receiving yards. Yeah, that feels low, Steve. They're playing the Bengals at home, and the Bengals just lost two of their star safeties last year, and uh, Von Bell, Jesse Bates. So uh, that and and with Joe Burrow day-to-day -day, but it seems like he's practicing the limited capacity and he should play i think he's gonna play so yeah it seems like a really low yardage total and honestly i i think if burrow wasn't gonna play that would have been known a while ago already so i think he plays i just think that he maybe doesn't run as much but has the it has the makings of a shootout i don't see this being like team that's just going to run the ball every down against each other. So 56 and a half is a pretty low number for an alpha wide receiver. 
Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Number four overall draft pick from 2015 out of Alabama has that uh, elite speed and route running ability, size at 6'1", 211. Uh, so, I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see a, a progressed Amari Cooper and this year with a with better Deshaun Watson. Like Amari Cooper had 1,700 air yards last year. Kid you not, 1,765 air yards. That's the distance of all intended targets. That's insane, dude. If he could so, even just, you know. Yeah, and he had uh, you know, 1,160 receiving yards last year, which wasn't insane. But think about he had uh, rusty, dusty – Watson throwing him the ball, <laughs> and then a super conservative veteran quarterback throwing him the ball for the first half of the year, and he still put those numbers up. So, if Watson has regained any form at all, I think that the you know the arrow is definitely pointing way up. He's also a guy that may it may be easier. No, nah, I mean he. The thing is, like I've got a base rookie ticket auto of Mari Cooper. I had to pay like sixty dollars for that or maybe even a little bit more. I think I've got it sold for, or I'm not sold. I have it listed for a hundred dollars right now. And you can see like, he's only got two autograph cards on COMC, both uh, spectra out of 21 out of 25 for a hundred, one out of 75 for 50 horizontal cards. It's like, man, that's, that's it. So he's a, he's a tough rookie card market to crack because he's had a, a, a pretty large fan base and, <clears throat> A lot of people spend some serious money on him going back to his Dallas days. I think about it, he, he was in Dallas in 2020 when the sports card market was booming, you know, pick, for, picked up that initial boom. So, um, you know, he had a lot of buyers at that time. Plus, this is just 2015 product, man. We got some more scarcity there than, than you do with the ultra modern stuff. The, uh, the top's finest from that year, I think, is one of the nicest designs that there is in, in all of sports cards, in my opinion. Really? I'm going to have to look it up. And they, and they have the, uh, the Chrome finish, but they have the, uh, what's it called? Like the, that eighties, nineties throwback look on some of the refractors. Andy, I don't, I don't have the card handy, but I have the Amari Cooper. Oh, this one, the it blue. Like they have it on Com C, but, um, it's kind of like a, a rookie insert that looks like an 80s tie-dye background. I wonder if I can pull it up on eBay. Oh, the fireworks? Uh, is that what it was called? Let me see here. What is it? It's All right. Uh, it, was, it was a retro. I, I think I know which one you're, ta uh, you're talking about. It was a it was a Topps card. Um, maybe maybe kind of. Yeah, if you, if you pull it up, let me know. I think this Topps Finest design is nice. The one thing I get concerned about buying these cards, like they did have quite a few parallels, and they also obviously like Topps Finest doesn't oh, go for the same resale value on average as uh, Topps Chrome or even Bowman Chrome does, and then it goes for lower than Prism and Contender stuff like that. So, and, uh, obviously Contender is rookie, so you can't uh, a rookie oh, yeah. auto, you can't really, you know, have. I found a better picture. Disregard that. You can show both, I suppose, but. Uh... These are just cool, man. Uh, there's a couple different color variations that are serial numbered. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like this set kind of had, like, a right now vibe to it. <laughs> then, uh, you know, it was kind of ahead of its time, in my opinion. You had a lot of different color parallels. 
you had serial numbers, uh, just unique design stuff like that. I mean, I I, I like those a lot. You you have a, a bit of like a touch of vintage with the finest product, but uh, you have like a new gen feel to it. And I sent you the gold out of fifty too. It's just a cool card, honestly. Nice. Yeah, it's very nineties. <laughs> it's like very Saved by the Bell, Nickelodeon, like. <laughs> 90s colors here on the top finest rookie that's that's an interesting card uh to have so yeah i mean he's he's a tough market to crack into but um some of these x fractors like i'm i am a sucker for x fractors at um yeah they're interesting i have to do more more research but to me the top finest is more like mosaic is to to panini now and i i am like ha I have a sufficient exposure to Amari Cooper, so ultimately I think I'm gonna pass on what I've seen on Com C, my little limited stint here. But I love the I love the pick'em slip, Steve. So thank yeah. you for that. Your next one is is this guy. Who's yeah. this guy, man? Derek. I need I want Derek's input on this one because I, I I was taking some best ball sheets, staying up late with Derek. Uh, and originally was taking this guy as like a t second or third tight end, not as a joke, but kind of because I had a nice dolphin stack. And, uh, you know, you figure as the featured tight end, he's going to get some work at some point. But here's a key thing to note for anyone doubting that he can put up 14 and a half yards. They did not sign anyone or draft anyone at tight end after letting Gesicki walk. Just saying. Just saying. 14 and a half yards a game. Uh, gee, Andy, what does that come out to for the season? Uh, let's see. Time seven. I mean, do you think he'll probably get more than 246 yards this year as a starting tight end? I would say most likely. Not to mention that they've talked about him working on his pass catching and being an improved pass catcher in the offense. 14 and a half yards is one catch, potentially. Okay. A lot, a lot of mouths to feed, but it's, uh, it's an interesting single-game parlay. I think it adds a lot of I think it adds some risk to your to your card here so far, but hey, I mean the the number is so low that um, I'm looking at his game log. I, I think you've got a, a solid fifty percent chance that he's going to put up uh, these fourteen and a half yards week one. He only needs one catch, right? I mean, just get one catch, man. The yard perception around ten for him, so two catches, two catches. That's all you need. Easy peasy. <laughs> All right. So I'm not even gonna, you know, look up Smythe because uh, I think I think right now you could even look at like A Chain would probably be my favorite target because he's got the speed. He's a rookie. He's just going through a little banged up injury. But I'm looking at the news today. Devin A Chain was a full participant in Wednesday's practice, baby. Let's go. So week one availability for Devin A Chain was a concern. He's full systems go. It's going to be the Raheem Moster and the Devin A. Chain show there now with the uh, recent injury discoveries around Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson goes on IR. Uh, so I think it's going to be the Moster and A. Chain show. And I, and the, the Miami running backs seem kind of sick. But as a rookie I, in the card market, I'd like to have some exposure to that because he could score from anywhere on the field. He's got that speed. Yeah, no, definitely. They're going to have... I think that the most interesting thing is going to be A-Chain and how he's used in the passing game. I think that him being healthy is going to be a, a big surprise for a lot of people uh, because a lot of people just assumed it was a Mostert show for the first four weeks, but now it's not looking like that. 
So your next play is another tight end. Another tight end. Man, no love for Goddard this week. I know New England's good against the tight end, but 40 is just low. You're not, you, you, this line has moved. So so in the text you sent me earlier was Dallas Goddard over 39.5 receiving yards. Okay. It's moved a whole yard from there. So yeah. people are betting the the over on, on Dallas Goddard's receiving yards of 40.5. Yeah. For sure, and that seemingly so. I mean, he's he's though a veteran, still an ascending tight end that has improved every season. So you got to feel good about 40, 40 and a half yards now. And what do I got? What's next here? Let me pull up my. All mind. right, so Goddard. Oh. Next up is yeah, it's your boy. You were talking about at the beginning Another, of straight Detroit Lions. Yeah, and here's the thing: is you don't you don't uh, unlike the sports card hobby, you, you don't have to just pick guys that just have massive upside um, for guys that you're going to make a wager on. It's just guys that can beat the line. That's it. It doesn't matter if they play one game a year or they're the best guy on their team. But uh, Marvin Jones at 27 and a half is just, I mean, that's just low. That's just low. So let's see, 27 and a half. Yeah. And put him on pace for 467 yards for the season, if that were to be the case. Uh, but let's see. What are his yeah. true numbers? Even with Jacksonville last year as like the what fifth option in the passing game, five hundred and twenty-nine passing yards, receiving yards. Excuse me. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like Zay Jones. So he was uh, a repetitive player to Zay Jones. There, I think it was an easy guy to deal. Plus, he goes back home here to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and I think he's in a good spot, man. I think he's a he's going to be a, a team veteran, you know, in the locker room. He's going to be a guy that Jared Goff may uh, may target at least four or five times tomorrow night, you know, for that like kind of like that security blanket. Um, whenever he's got to throw like a a corner post route in the end zone, it could be Marvin Jones, man. Twenty seven point five. I'm I'm almost tempted to think that the five fantasy points is just as juicy because you get one touchdown, you hit that, you know. Yeah, I mean, 20, 27 and a half is like three catches, you know. And, again, we we know that Gibbs will be involved in the passing game, but uh, you got to think that Jones is at least the second option or the third at this point. So that it looks like you're going for the full home run hitting roster here. Yeah, with five and you can pick and at, at any of these and salivating or – uh, you know, you could pick and choose two of them, or hey, you could hammer all five. And Zay Jones at thirty-five and a half just looks amazing. And and they moved that down when you sent that to me earlier. It was thirty-six point five, and now it's at thirty-five point five. So now you probably like it even better, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, people just think that he's going to fall off the face of the earth because Ridley shows up. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I mean, I think that that just leaves somebody open at all times. You can't double anybody without a skill player being open. So if he was operating as the two and putting up good numbers as the three, he should have very little competition from either the outside uh, second or third corner or the slot guy. He averaged 51 yards per game last year, but he really turned it on uh, and had some monster, monster games as the season went on. So now, Andy, there's another thing. In the preseason, he operated as the second wide receiver ahead of Christian Kirk. 
Now, whether that carries over into the start of the regular season, we don't know. But there's at least smoke, so there could be fire. All right, man. Well, I'm I'm putting it in. I'm gonna do a five dollar slip. If it's if this pans out, I get a hundred, and I may kick myself. I'm not doing more. <laughs> if I was new to underdog fantasy and I was getting that promo code Quest, hundred percent instant deposit, and getting all that free money, um, I would just, I yeah, I probably would do. I would. I'd, did you I'd do, did you use money. your Mahomes booster already? No, so that was gonna use that for my slip. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I, I was good. I saw your slip, and I'm like, you didn't use the special pick. I'm like, oh, sweet. This is gonna be easy for my slip. <laughs> I use the Mahomes. My, my All right. If I get mine right and you don't, then we gotta have a conversation next week. <laughs> so, I'm putting in. I'm putting in the five dollars uh, for your slip. Boom. We're gonna confirm it. Uh, I'm, I'm interested a, in you guys. That's a one-of-one slip right there. That's a one-of-one slip. That is a one-of-one slip. So I'm I'm going to come in here. I'm going to take this. Mahomes just has to get one yard. I, I'm going to say you probably you're going to get that one right, Andy. Just I think so. I feel pretty confident. I feel, feel pretty confident. So I'm going Mahomes higher on the one yard. I think that's safe to say. Um there's actually there's there's a few that I that I liked earlier, but a couple of them uh, jumped out out at me. It wasn't uh, tomorrow night's game. I mean, yeah, there's some there's some nice ones tomorrow night's game. I don't mind the the Bengals Browns game either. Uh, this David Njoku one was was really low. I think he's I think he's gonna emerge as like a number two there. Njoku's interesting. Um, but you know, I gotta go to my guy uh, Baker Mayfield. I gotta go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In uh, in Tampa, and Dave Canales has been talking up Rashad White. He said we've got three running backs, uh, but only one of them is great. And he was talking about Rashad White. So I think Rashad White's the clear number one. And with his all-purpose skill set, and and with us wanting to control the pace of play, if we're going to win and beat the Vikings, right? Think about what Todd Bowles is going to want to do. It's going to involve a lot of Rashad White early and often. I like this uh, Rashad White here over on the rushing yards of 47.5, Steve. And, and even the receiving yards, but this is why I don't go receiving. It's because Baker Mayfield, I don't know, man. He, I, th- I feel like he's going to try and throw the ball to a receiver that's further downfield uh, after extending a play, you know, playing that hero ball, running, scrambling around, running to the outside, and then throwing – uh, a pass to to cross the field to Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, and uh, I, I just feel more confident in the Rashad White rushing yards in this game. I kind of like this line of forty seven point five, especially with the opportunity that he's going to get. It doesn't his efficiency doesn't even have to be that good for him to get this to to hit this over. Yeah, the one thing he's got going for him is he's throwing to one and maybe even two potential Hall of Famer uh, receivers. And I will say this about Rashad White. I I think that he's got a little work to do on the ground game, but I think as a receiver, he could make a big splash. Now, Baker's not necessarily known for going to the run back, but the way that line's starting to fall apart again, Andy, he may not have a choice. One screenplay, we're getting 17 and a half yards. The Vikings defense looks like it could be Swiss cheese. Uh, they, they've dealt away, 
even more key key players, and they they don't really have anybody that's highly graded at all on their defense. So uh, this defense is going to be in the bottom quadrant of the league in DVOA against the run, against the pass. Uh, so I, I like this uh, rushing yard prop. I mean, either one of them, I think you go either one, but I'm going to go uh, rushing yards in here. He might be a play in the card market as, as well right now, being a second-year running back. Uh, and a lot – like I know that myself have even publicly talked down upon him, like talked like I'm not in on him at his at his fantasy ADP um, – in, in all my drafts because of his efficiency last year, but it was a fairly small sample size. We've got to give the guy um, a second chance here heading into his second year. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, they may not have it figured out week one, but I think if you're coming out the gates playing Minnesota, it doesn't bode well for your odds of winning, but it does bode well for your fantasy starters on Tampa Bay as uh, Vikings like to give up a lot of yards. Now, one thing, one thing that I that I am uh, going to go over on, uh, Justin Jefferson, or, or another, I should say, on the other side for the Vikings, it's Justin Jefferson putting up one touchdown in this game. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins and targeting Justin Jefferson in Week One, it, that's 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 like a given. That should be very high EV play. Fair enough. So what is it? He has to. He has to score. Oh, okay, he has to score one touchdown. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's not. That's that's. If there was a guy that you wanted to make that bet on, that's probably one of the best ones. The other guy that I'm gonna go over, J.K. Dobbins at home against the Texans, in a positive game strip scenario, going up against a rookie quarterback, with the defensive prowess that the Baltimore Ravens have. Uh, yeah, give, give me the, give me the Ravens run game. Give me JK Dobbins to score a touchdown here, especially in, in this new Ted Bunkin offense where, you know, Lamar Jackson should not be scrambling as much. There should be very few designed runs for Lamar Jackson. Uh, of course, he's still going to scramble when things break down and he needs to, but there should be very few, if any designed runs for Lamar. So when we get into the red zone, they're going to give it to their best running back. And that's J.K. Dobbins, now fully healthy, fully practicing, ready to go. He's going to get a touchdown. That guy is going to get in the end zone, Steve. What say you? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Dobbins in this game, especially in this game. But I really like the yards just a bit more. But uh, it's it's a safe play. I think the touchdowns is still a safe play. Now, the smart thing to do with this Mahomes pick would just be to pair it up with one other pick, go for the 3X, go for the guaranteed, not guaranteed, but, I mean, all you have to do is get one pick right, you already got the free one, you 3X your money, right? But we like to go for the 20X here, man. Uh, so the last play... We're doing this for uh, you guys. This is for the entertainment factor here. Yeah, yeah. So we, we go big or go home. Um, you know, obviously your, your highest chance of success to get the picks right is to go with the two or three. Don't get greedy and go for the 20 X, go for the three X, six X, but put in a $5, 20 X slip with us. I mean, if we're right, then all of a sudden, boom, and that promo code quest, I mean, this makes it so easy for new users uh, to really win big week one. So I wish you guys luck, but, um, so Brandon, Ayuk, this is going to be my last place, Steve, on this slip. 
52 and a half receiving yards. They're going to Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. It's it's going to be wild. I think this is a shootout game. I think this is going to turn into a shootout game. If Brock Purdy is bringing the guns to the gunfight, is going to be Brandon Ayuk in that receiving game. Uh, the Pittsburgh does have some weaknesses in their secondary. They've got some rookies like Joey Porter Jr. that um, just just starting out. So I Brandon Ayuk as one of the best route runners in the league with the incredible hands that he has and everything. Um, I'm going to bet on him to at least go over 52.5 in this game because I think this game's going to be a shootout. Solid. I like Ayuk, man. I like him for the season long. I do think the Pittsburgh game is going to be just a beat em up kind of game. I, I don't think it'll be very high scoring, but, uh, you know, Pittsburgh looked like a, an improved offense. Whether that carries into the regular season or not remains to be seen. Preseason, you can only know so much about the squad here but uh i don't know if it's true but i I keep hearing these little rumors swirling about a slight regression in the niners defense i guess we'll see yeah man that's tough to predict i mean if they they did have a regression it's because bosa misses time and the the, um the departure of d'amico ryan's really impacts them that much because if you look at the other um the other guys in in the defense there they're still there man you know uh, they're still there, so I I don't know, man. And they got some they got some really good that Talanoa Tufunga, Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw. Uh, you know, I mean, they know how to draft got, defensive players, man. That that's no joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, the, I think the talent's still there. Bosa is a big factor uh, on the edge. So if, if he's healthy, I, I know right now, last I saw, there was a questionable tag on him. Let me pull him up real quick. Nick Bosa. Um, I think he's good to go. George Kittle's limited today. Ah, (laughs) Kyle Shanahan said Nick Bosa would need to have a beer belly to miss Sunday's game. That was five hours ago. So, no, he's good to go, man. There you go. I I heard somewhere that he was – Potential. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it had to do with his holdout in the deal. Oh, he got he got the contract today. All right. Yeah, made him the league's highest paid defensive player. Not bad. Good for him, man. That's great. Yeah. Uh, published September September sixth, twenty twenty three at five p.m. Uh, that was earlier today. In case you guys missed it. Uh, I mean, his market's expensive, bro. Being a twenty nineteen rookie, uh, being the you know, the all pro defensive player of the year, 18 and a half sacks, 19 tackles for loss and 48 quarterback hits in 2022. That's so sick, dude. Through 51 games in his first four seasons, he's recorded 43 sacks, 56 tackles for losses and 106 QB hits. So, I mean, he smashed last year. I know a lot of guys fade the defensive position, but some of these guys, man, especially the top top tier ones are a lot of money dude a lot of money micah parsons him uh uh, i don't even know but those those are probably the two main ones that stick out in my head maybe sauce is getting into that that conversation but man yeah big big big, i mean look at them to have him for four more years Look at how much money the Bills paid Von Miller. I mean, the Rams, too. I mean, it, yeah, you know, it's 
uh, edge rush talent in the in the league goes a long way. That's why I love uh, Will Anderson, and it may struggle week one against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but I mean this guy is really good. So long term, especially being a rookie from Alabama and for early first round capital, I, I like uh, I like him a lot there, Steve. So whoa, dude, did you see that puppy almost filled up? Uh, so let's let's go ahead and hop into a uh, let's go ahead and hop into a puppy, man, before this thing fills up completely. I mean, it's filling up quick, dude. Look at this. We only have less than five thousand spots open. I mean, this ticker is just climbing. It's only gonna it's only gonna allow fifty one hundred more people. Let me get in here real quick. Or give or take. Uh, obviously, that math was wrong. <laughs> I saw yesterday, by the time I got home from work, it, they opened it up in the morning, and uh, by the time I got home from work, it was over half full. So I was like, man, people realize that the season starts tomorrow. And uh, Yeah. That means that these, she, these contests will be closed. So the weekly winners, which was like super stagnant, is almost full. Puppy is almost full. Big Dog opened yesterday, Andy, and it is over half full. It is a $250 entry. Mm. The serious, serious gamers right there. Do you think we have enough time? We could start at 10.16 p.m. Eastern on y'all's clock. Watch your computer clock or your phone let's, clock. Let's go for the next full minute so we can get everybody. Okay, there. okay, okay, okay. Scratch that. 10.17. Yes. Yeah, so whatever the current hour is in your time zone. Minute 17, we're going to be getting all up in the puppy. All right. Let's do this. You got 55 seconds. I start up. Mark, I think he was the first guy in the chat uh, when the live stream started. And, and I've got 45 seconds. Don't worry, Steve. He just listed a bunch of George Pickens tonight. He also has – I just sold a George Pickens earlier tonight, uh, red press-proof rated rookie. also have a nicely centered Garrett Wilson prism negative I might send in to get graded. I see they're going for 130-plus right now graded, only 10 raw. Yeah, man, uh, prism negative, that's a nice card, especially if you get that in at 10. Uh, that would be a nice little $130-plus, $100, uh, yeah, for Garrett Wilson, yeah. All right, Steve, 10 seconds. 10 seconds, everybody. Clock. 10 Watch seconds. Clock, guys. Watch the clock. I'm going to go ahead and get the enter going. Four seconds. Watch the clock. Nine. It turned over. 10.17. I hope you clicked on right on 10.17. Boom. It filled yeah, that quick. They, you know, even more so than on a normal night, these things are going to fill quick. Looks like I'm in here with taps. I'm in here with. Derek, I'm in here with Andy. Um, nice. Uh, I think that's all the ones that I normally recognize. Derek. If you are in with us, say what's up in the chat. Man, they sandwiched between me, me between two pros. Uh, you got Tony from Taps over here, uh, fantasy football stud. You got Hitman over here, fantasy football stud. I mean... I, I'm I, I'm like in between the you know the the mediocre fantasy and the, sometimes <laughs> I get lucky 
no, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm due this year, man. I'm and due. Yeah, a like, lot of it just hinges on uh, you know making your pick on time. You know. At that hey, that's a very good point. I can't I can't argue with you there, man. I got I, no excuses. No excuses right now. You got this, man. You got this. We got this. We are. I'm excited to see what this Travis Kelsey ADP lands at. So here's here's a, a little food for thought for the potential Kelsey drafter, and that is sheet uniqueness. Bijan at the second pick. Oh. So Andy, prior to this week, how many teams do you think per se had? let's say McCaffrey and Kelsey on the same roster. Zero. Uh, no, not zero. Yeah. yeah. But now this is where the gambling comes in. If you're willing to bet that he's healthy, he has been sliding into the second round. You could potentially, if you're willing to make a bet that he's healthy and will we'll play the whole year, could put yourself in a position where you would have a very unique sheet. The tournament's almost full and they won't be doing any more year-long tournaments after this man so i'm i'm on the clock at six i've got my pick between eckler kelsey diggs brown i'll tell you where i'm leaning right here is eckler aj brown nick chubb i think i'm just gonna go hop on the eckler here i absolutely love i'll tell you what i'll share tonight with you guys right now if it's still there because uh we shared it with the uh, the members yesterday the patrons yesterday, so they ain't got it by now. I, I told them. I told them. Tony and I both told them last night. If they didn't get it by now, we were going to get it. There's a Austin Eckler on COMC. Nice pick, by the way, Nick with Nick Chubb at seven. Um, <clears throat> Derek's on the clock. Goes A.J. Brown at nine. I, I think that's a great value. All right, Steve. So, you know, Austin Eckler only has like 35 different rookie cards and he's in the adam thielen club with the rookie card scarcity yeah i mean it's crazy so check this out when you go rookie card he's literally only got six on here and look at that it's still there all right so oh, damn so, yeah <laughs> well below uh, well below adp there oh Damn, somebody actually went Kelsey pick 10. I'm going to have to uh, purchase this real quick and and relist it. Um, am I back on the clock? No, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. Guys, uh, you know, we were discussing if Kelsey were to slide, what kind of unique sheet would, would uh, come out of that. What do you guys think about Kelsey being drafted just behind his normal ADP? already i think that that is kind of wild bro kind of wild i think i think that it's but the problem that see so see frank messed up frank messed up here so real quick for uh, frank messed up i'm about to be on the clock i sniped the eckler on comp c uh for 15 dollars. that's the next cheapest one there's only two they were 35 so i'm gonna back on the clock oh i can't pass this up garrett waddle I Garrett Waddle, dude. I Garrett literally Waddle, just said Garrett Waddle. Guys, go out and get your <laughs> Garrett Waddles while you can. <laughs> that sounds like a badass wide receiver, doesn't it? 
look at Cooper Cup sliding here, man. Um, I think I, I think I'm going week one. I'm going week one here, baby. I'm going Jalen Waddle over Garrett Wilson only because I like the speed at which Miami plays, and um, they're gonna have a much faster pace of play. Jalen Waddle actually last year, he was actually the guy that had the deeper A dot than Travis Kelsey. Uh, so I, I like the Tua Jalen Waddle connection. If he's available, I have no problem hitting the button there on Jalen Waddle in the middle of the second. Solid. Solid, solid. And they play each other week one. I'm trying to win week one, baby. Did uh, oh, did you get any uh, in the eliminator? Best ball eliminator one? Uh, weekly, weekly. Oh no, you the eliminator. Didn't we do Week, an eliminator? Weekly eliminator, whatever they called it. I I don't, I don't know a hundred percent if this is the math on it, but I think the bottom two in your division get yanked every week. Bottom one or bottom two? Yeah, I yeah, you're right. No, it it was bottom two, and then they increase it, and it's like bottom three, and. Um, and it, it keeps whittling down till you finally have that final player pool of like a, it was a couple hundred or something like that, maybe uh, 180. All right, so we're we're entering the third round here where things start to get interesting. Cooper Cup has still not been drafted. I'm not going crazy. Cooper Cooper Cup has not been drafted. That's how concerned people are about this hamstring and the fact that he went to see a specialist in Minnesota for it. Uh, it doesn't seem like you do that with a typical hamstring, Steve. And, and that just torpedoed Cooper Cup's ADP to 28 when I've seen people literally taking him at the wide receiver number one overall. Back on the clock. Yeah. Oh. He, you know, if he's healthy, he's probably hands down the number one receiver fantasy-wise in the league. But, you know, after the re-injury and now the specialist visit, you got to be definitely concerned. I took Ramadre Stevenson here at um, pick 30, you know, with uh, the Patriots trading Pierre Strong. And only having those three backs, or well, those two backs on their on their starting roster, and then Kevin Harris you know, waiting in the wings. I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to have quite the large role. You could clearly see that Zeke, his role has got to his role has got to be like a, you know short area yardage kind of thing, um, good pass protector, right? But Ramadre Stevenson, just so versatile as a weapon. And think about it. He's the fat, he's like the, the offense for the Patriots is slow. Juju Smith Schuster, Devontae Parker, the only guy that's fast is Tyquan Thornton. And uh, you know, Mike Jasicki, Hunter Henry, none of these guys are fast. I I, I mean, I look at Ramadre Stevenson as by far the best player on this team. So I think he's going to get a ton of opportunity this year. Um, and I think he's easily got the efficiency, as we've seen, to be an RB1. I think he's a value here in the middle of the third round. 
I think a lot of people just overfaded him when they got uh, Zeke, but you know they're they're not a team that's going to go out there and throw fifty times. It's not who the Patriots are, so I think that he's not going to really be very different than he was last year. I think maybe a five percent, ten percent decrease. All right, Steve. Where are we? Uh... Let's see. We got okay. There we are. Peyton Legend Manning just took Lamar. Debo just went off the board. Keenan coming back around here. Keenan at the beginning of the fourth. Uh, do you think he should be going ahead of Mike Williams? Or do you think it should I be do. Mike Williams? No, I do. I, You know, Here's the thing that I don't understand about the – I know that I've heard you say it, too, about Keenan being like an injury-prone receiver, but why why is it that when Mike Williams gets discussed, that label never gets thrown around? Oh, it should be. Mike Williams is hurt a lot, man. Yeah, no, he's he seems to be hurt every year, but he, he seems to miss a pretty substantial amount of time. Keenan's longest absence of his career, I think, was last year, but I think prior to that he was only in like the two, three-game – category i know everyone's scared of his his age and all that but you know realistically uh i think the the passing game is going to be channeled through him Ooh, hitman goes justin fields here in the fourth after getting dj moore in the middle of the third i do have the option here between mike williams i got Najee, got breeze got burrow got iuke we are in the fourth round here. Man, this is um uh I, I feel like I'm just I'm just gonna keep going here with Brandon Ayuk at forty-eight. I just love this pick here. And I need like at this point for me, I, I consider him a a wide receiver one two like a guy that's gonna be on that fringe of somewhere like around wide receiver 12 to 15 and so that if if you already have that uh estimation in your brain then he's at a value right there especially when you can look at all the other wide receivers that have already gone off the board um yeah i i would i would take with the uncertainties around if, if ritter's any good like we know, like we know, Purdy's good. Um, I, I don't, you know, I know you, you think he's going to regress, but man, that system is just that system just creates confidence in the quarterback. And Ayuk is so I good. I would agree with that. Ayuk is just so good. I, I think he's going to have a, a a great year. Definitely pay off at his ADP here at forty three. No, definitely. I, I think that you got to like all those guys, all, all the skill guys on the Niners. But, uh, you know, it, the, the QB has been the, the question mark for me, not because he may not produce, but I think that the injury risk minus the, uh, you know, the lack of lack of film, lack of experience, you know. But again, we're not paying a lot of money for him. We're not paying a high draft pick for him. So. You're not gambling a whole lot by taking them late. All right. Um, 
our man Taps, he started out Tyreek Hill. He's in the five hole right before me. Garrett Wilson, Mark Andrews, Deontay Johnson. That's pretty solid too, man. I think you're going to play with that. He just doesn't have a running backs yet going with the zero RB build. But uh, I think Mark Andrews now at 29. Steve, who do you, who do you think is going to be – like let's say if Kelsey does miss extended time uh, between Andrews, Hawkinson, Waller, Kittle, who do you got as the, as the next man up to take the tight end one crown? I'll tell you what I – I'll tell you the guy that makes me the, the that gives me the least amount of comfort, and that's uh, and that's Kittle. He, on a week to week basis, is just super inconsistent. Plus, a bit fragile injury wise, but man, that guy can put up some massive weeks. You know, so it, there's there's definitely a trade off to be had. I think that if you're looking for consistency, you know, there's the the Waller could be a good option, but I I think you also have to look at what happened with him the past couple of years, where everyone had all this confidence in him and he just had a massive, massive career regression. I think Hawkinson is the guy that I've been speaking up the most. I think that Derek knows out of all people, and that's why his profile picture is, is T Hawk, that I think that uh boldly predicted that he would be the tight end one this year. So hmm. I'm kinda torn here. I, I think I'm gonna end up getting some exposure. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna go Christian Kirk. Mm, that was a close one for me. I almost got some exposure to Alexander Madison at 58, and then I'm like, I haven't really done that. I've, I've been fading Alexander Madison all offseason. I've been – I'd rather buy into Ty Chandler as a second-year running back Well, when it, when it comes to cards. But even when it comes to fantasy, I'd rather fade Madison. I know a lot of uh, sharp analysts think he's going to get the volume uh, – and, and they think the, the role's there for him. I just, I'd rather have Christian Kirk there. Would you rather have Christian Kirk or Alexander Madison? I think, I think Kirk. I, I'll tell you what, I do have very small amount of exposure to Madison, but he has a clear role. I think he has at least a 60% share uh, in that offense, which is sizable enough to warrant the, the draft position. But my biggest fear is that he does lose work on, uh, receiving down look at Derek being bold in this draft Steve he gets Jalen Hurts at the 16 AJ Brown Jalen Hurts stack and then he gets Jameer Gibbs at 33 Christian Watson at 40 and DeAndre Hopkins at 57 man Christian Watson at 40, I, I know that um, he dominated the air yard share in the preseason with Jordan Love, and I do see Christian Watson. I think there's already injury concerns, too, with Romeo Dobbs. Did you did you, did you you hear that? Um, I did see that uh, Watson was hurt. I didn't see that Dobbs was hurt. So I got this um, this trade offer in uh, one of our dynasty fantasy leagues for Jordan Love. Uh, he wants A.J. Dillon and Russell Wilson in exchange for Jordan Love. Uh, kind of on the fence. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you're you, – obviously, it's going to be hard for you because your team is playing them at home week one. It's yeah. like <laughs> – 
Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I want you to suck week one, but I don't care what you do after that. Just suck when you play the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I I wasn't that high on him uh, before. I still don't think that he's like the next Aaron Rodgers, but I think that he'll have a pretty good season from a fantasy standpoint, like above average. I think a lot of the card hype is a bit overblown, but if you can get what the heck is wrong with this draft room? (laughs) What's that? I just got Trevor Lawrence at sixty-seven. I just got like a steal. I just got Trevor Lawrence two rounds later than Justin Fields. I'm sorry. I I I know Fields, your boy. He's uh, he's a Konami code. But Trevor Lawrence is a solid Konami code as well, man, with some serious they're, – they're going to play aggressive, man, and they're going to be scoring a lot. I, I, I don't know why Trevor Lawrence went went this late. Maybe it's just uh, I got lucky. Maybe it's just happenstance. It's definitely not indicative of, of his card values um, as PSA submission rates. But, dang, I thought I got him at good value here. Got him at two two rounds later than Fieldsboro, Herbert. I mean, all the, the those usual cast of characters in the top six, top seven. Steve, did I lose you? Yeah, my monitor did that stupid glitchy thing it does once in a while, and it always kicks me out of stream here. Uh, what I was going to say, though, is the interesting thing about the comparison between the two is – you, you know, you and you could expect, I think, both guys to improve on last year's numbers. I don't think there's any mystery there. But not a lot of people realize this is as bad of a passing season as the Bears had last year. Like, Fields outscored Trevor Lawrence last year. So, okay. if, you can, if you can add, like, a little bit of a passing game to this equation... Like, it's it's suddenly pretty serious. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where my head is on that. And I think with your situation, it's more of you've got Kirk and you're getting him at a value because you're anticipating a continued progression as far as, uh, you know, him improving skill-wise, which makes plenty of sense. For me, Fields is like, if that's his floor... Uh, relying on the run only, I, I could only imagine if he has some good chemistry with Moore, which it looks like he does. You know where where the ceiling is. Yeah, no, this is a make or break year for him. Oh man, this is a, I, so I feel like I'm getting some juicy picks here, brother. I could get Dallas Goddard right now or Jordan Addison. Hmm, I like both of these. Hmm. I gotta go with Addison though. He's Goddard's got so Goddard technically when I look at him with the equal um you know point per reception distribution between tight ends and wide receivers in this league, I look at Goddard as a wide receiver three. Obviously, you know, he's had some spike games, but on average, consistently, he's gonna be the third wide receiver option behind AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. Uh, whereas you know, when I'm looking at Jordan Addison, I mean, this guy should emerge. I, I, I get you TJ Hawkinson. So, okay, uh, that's where it could make him the wide receiver three. 
and just like Goddard. But I think Jordan Addison, based on his athletic profile as a wide receiver with this high-paced Minnesota offense, I think he could he could be a wide receiver too. Like wide receiver, he could he could definitely finish. If you look at his athletic profile and what he did in college, draft capital spent on him first round. I mean, Jordan Addison um, could he could be a one in some offenses, but obviously when you step into it, an offense with Justin Jefferson, you're going to immediately become the two, but he could be a nice, like I can envision like a Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley type of, you know, dominant wide receiver duo here with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison with Kirk Cousins slinging the ball in this Kevin O'Connell scheme with a bad defense. I mean, this could be nasty. I still think that you're right. I think at some point in the season, he may carve his his own rollout. I think you have a lot of mouths to feed just because Jefferson is like two for one, if you will. And then I I do think that too many people are just fading KJ Osborne just a little too easily. (laughs) Rick, I love it, man. I can't. I sold all my... I sold all my Jordan Addison rookie premier hollows. I sold my last one, my last premier hollow just uh, the other day. Uh, so I uh, need some more Jordan Addison stock exposure. Anyway, I get it. I'll get it here on underdogfantasy.com. And uh, at, at um, six picks of ADP value as well, Steve. Let's see here. I'm back on the clock, brother. Uh, I think... You know, I really like, I do really like Khalil Herbert, but in this range, again, a guy I think is going to get a lot of targets, man, is Elijah Moore with the Cleveland Browns and just such a good route runner and separator. Uh, I feel like this is definitely going to pay off at his ADP and uh, got him right on ADP. And um, going back to his rookie year, we could see a nice upside, and that was with the likes of Mike White and um, and Zach Wilson. So let's get an improved Deshaun Watson. Let's get some Elijah Moore out there, and 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 we got some spike games coming. I think that he's a massive value uh, at that ADP. I could see him finishing in like the fifties or even lower by the time the season's over. that recency bias andy i think everyone you know a season goes by and people are like quick to quick to remember or quick to forget you know just how good he was as a rookie yeah all right bazambo out in the chat is in a full ppr draft he needs urgent assistance steve i think you're the perfect guy for this should he oh no it's not a draft but it's a trade uh, should he trade Josh Allen and J.K. Dobbins for Lamar Jackson and Alexander Madison? Ooh. He, he has Allen and Dobbins? That's what I'm reading that as. Nah. He has Allen and Dobbins, and he's thinking about trading for Lamar and Madison? I'm out. I, I, what, do you, what do you say? I'm out on that. Definitely. I want Allen and Dobbins. Yep, 100%. I think if you have Dobbins and Allen, those are the that's the better pairing. <laughs> the the chat almost unanimously agrees. 
So there you go, Bazambo. Rare moment. Rare moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Welcome to the quest, Bazambo. I have not seen you out there in the chat before. It's a it's a new logo, a little bee on fire there. I like it. Uh, welcome to the quest. Appreciate you being here, Bazambo. I'm actually shocked. I was I was talking about uh, a draft I did last night where I was going ahead and starring up my players for the next few rounds. And I was in the end of the fourth round, give or take. Uh, wasn't yet my pick, but I had starred up uh, Khalil Herbert. And by some weird connection to the universe, he got drafted. We're talking about the middle, late fourth round he got drafted. I've never seen him go that high, but I was like, Somebody just had an image of Khalil Herbert in their head, and they're like, got to take him. Oh, man, I'm kind of torn here on kind of tempted to take Michael Thomas. And this is an interesting selection. I'll just go, I guess, with my default at the spot, which is going to be Antonio Gibson at a slight ADP value. But I'm not going to lie, man. I've moved uh, Jalen Warren up quite a bit in my rankings, and I'm not sure. I know that he had a high efficiency last year. I d there's definitely some recency bias baked in there. But if you look at his snap share with the starters on the field, he's definitely got a role with Najee Harris on the field as well, uh, with, you know, with, with both of them in starting roles. So um, he's very interesting to me because he's been good, man. He's been really good. Um, he's definitely a ascending player there. He's a, he's a good player. So I've moved him up quite a bit, but I, I do love the athleticism and the upside that Antonio Gibson provides. Uh, and this new Eric Bieniemy offense coming over from Kansas City, you know, utilizing pass-catching running backs the way he has in his uh, career in Kansas City makes me excited about Antonio Gibson. And then you got week one against the Cardinals, that's a smash matchup. And that should be positive game script. Like, apparently, Jonathan Gannon with the Cardinals doesn't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be week one. They also have major weaknesses to their interior offensive line where the commanders have their biggest strengths on defense, and that is their D-line. So this could be a feast on Clayton Toon or um, Josh Dobbs. It's apparently it's between those two guys and it's going to be a feast on those guys. And I think we could be in a great spot here for Gibbs or Brian Robinson. I know you like Brian Robinson too, man. Interesting. Hey, uh, what's up Carter in the chat? What's going on, man? Uh, I'll tell you what about Brian Robinson. And I think that just based on last season, people were fading him as a all purpose back, but I do actually think that he is, and that's how he'll be used this year. Yeah, I think you're right, man. They like Brian Robinson, and he's all 50 cented up now. I mean, he's he's going to be harder this year, right? He's going to be a better runner. And he, he should get uh, quite a few carries. Like, I, I think I think we're in, we're in a, a world where he definitely is over – 200 carries. What do you think? He gets about 250 carries? Something like yeah. that? Yeah, or like, yeah, uh, somewhere in the 2 to 250 range or 180 with like 50 receiving attempts, perhaps. Man, Mostert or Kincaid? 
Oh, I went Kincaid at the last second, only because I saw that I had <laughs> Waddle. You're playing, a little, you're playing a little draft roulette there, are you? I did, man. Last second, I went with <laughs> Kincaid right at ADP. This is one of the most interesting things to me, is to see what Kincaid's snap share and route routes run looks like Monday night football against the Jets. Uh, whenever in in week one compared to Dawson Knox because Dawson Knox on the depth chart still their their tight end one and that's the big question mark you know they spent all this draft capital on Kincaid what's the actual going to roll going to look like during the regular season you know during the game in different situations so uh yeah it's a big question man nah I, I here's the thing is they're both going to play not you know Knox is you know, a red zone heavy kind of guy. And then you have Kincaid, who's like a slot guy. And uh, if we end up being right about what we said during the uh, start of the, the draft, actually, about Kincaid, is that they probably just use him as a slot receiver for a lot of the time. And then maybe occasionally roll two, two tight ends out. And, uh, you know, using a larger package also spread the field out. Hmm. I know that's the that's the upside, man. That's the hope. I so I hope uh, I hope Kincaid a lot of linebackers that can defend that kind of speed. I know, man. He's good. He's good. He's demonstrated some great route running already, and he's exciting. He's exciting. You can see it in his card price too. Obviously, with the rookie factor there and everything, the the stuff's expensive. And it's interesting because you know stuff like that is not on comc.com. You know, it, it takes time. At their their base submission rate is like four months, so it takes time to get cards unless you pay up to get them on their website. When it's like, well, if if I want to flip it that quick, well, I'll just go post it on eBay and just go to legwork, you know, posting it, um, cataloging it, you know, and posting it and stuff. And so, you might as well get you some, you know. Now you got pen pals. I see our man Ryan Haslip in the chat is about to crack his elite box. He's been staring at, dude. If you could save that for like. Till this weekend, uh, we could crack it live on here. That'd be awesome. Uh, as I think you've got, I think he's got another box of luminance as well. But I, I know, I know that's burning a, a hole in your desk right there. Just, just burning a hole right through you, man. I know you can't stand it, so you got to. Yeah, that's hard, man. Sit, sitting on unopened product is quite hard. Oh, what do we got? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with somebody here that I haven't drafted since early in the offseason process. Right. I'm gonna go with Rashad Penny because if he is healthy, there obviously is certain definite upside at the ADP of 125, 126. He's gonna get carries. They got a free they got a free running back in Rashad Penny. Yeah, it's gonna be a rotational type of situation. He can get a hot hand. Hey, man, you know it, it may be not it. He may play week one, get injured, miss the next six games, play week 10, make it into my starting lineup again, get injured, and then play week 17. If if that happens and he smashes week 17, then we're golden, baby. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's a better and best ball guy for sure. <laughs> oh, and we got Goff Laporta off the board back-to-back. You know what's cool about Penny is – you know he's he's in a power slide because everyone was talking about Gainwell and then they're talking about you know this guy and that guy but like 
in the meantime, we haven't heard about anything with him being injured, which is pretty much the only detractor to drafting him. So he's going to be a part of that offense, whether you like it or not. Yeah, he is. He is. I think he's the guy that they primarily go to, um, you know, first and 10 at the 25. Let's give it to Rashad Penny with the, the, uh, the league's best offensive line, you know. Let's not give it to our, our – let's not design as many runs for our quarterback who we just paid, you know, an insane amount of money. He's our franchise quarterback. Let's – you know, now we've got this, you know, staple of, of running backs. Let's give it to Rashad Penny. And, you know, if it's a two-minute drill, red zone situation, let's get Gainwell out there, some DeAndre Swift. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think Penny is a, a nice – a nice play this late for especially for best ball, man. So is right. uh Damian Harris here. Kinda like Darnell Mooney too. I, I do need some more wide receivers. Is Adam Thielen's interesting? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with your guy Mooney here at the last second because I have seen him be very good going back to his rookie season, and now he gets a true number one in there. That's gonna help him out. And uh, he's healthy. That's going to help him out. He's got spike games for sure. Yeah, I mean, it. You, you can't. You can't possibly say that with, uh, you know, Andy Dalton, him scoring like 180, 190 fantasy points was just pure luck. You know, he's obviously got skill, uh, but you know, you actually have to throw the ball to uh, to catch the ball. So if they actually mount a formidable passing game this year. You know, him being the number two option, or maybe he's the third behind Komet. We don't know. But uh, that being said, I do like Mooney. And Mooney is is an angry fellow right now. He he does feel a bit embarrassed about his year last year, and he wants to prove people that he's, he's hungry. Prove he shall, man. I've seen him turn Jalen Ramsey's ankles into dust, one of the best corners in the league. And we, we've seen him burn some of the best corners, and it's just the the target accuracy either wasn't there, the timing wasn't there, uh, or then they just d- dealt with limited opportunities and injuries. So it's just been it's been an unfair – I think it's been a very unfair judgment of Darnell Mooney. He's actually a guy I'm interested in sniping just because I know DJ Moore's market is harder to crack into now. Um I also see opportunity on DJ Moore. Just that 2018 market is definitely harder to crack into. Darno Mooney's maybe interesting to crack into with him being a 2020 rookie, but also having limited supply. Like he, he doesn't have much stuff. No, no, there are very, very few cards. So if you actually look for his rookie ticket autos, you know, you you wouldn't think that, you know, they'd go in the thirty forty dollar range, but they do. Because uh, there's just not a lot of options. Carter's asking if we're doing another one. I am. Oh man, the peer pressure's coming in. It's the last ride, man. If we, if I will do another, I will do another one. If Carter hops into the stream. Okay, look at that. Let's see. He sent me a message. Sounds like a little bit of peer pressure. Oh boy. 
He says he says he's uh, he's ready. All right. Oh snap! I'm about, almost got auto picked. Carter, I'm not gonna allow you to get out. Actually, I got a bone to pick with Carter. So yeah, I'm glad we're getting him on here. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna right invite on, right him on. as soon as I I draft this player right here. Um, dang! I kind of want to. I kind of go. Maybe I go Jordan Love here. Okay. Get a second quarterback. I definitely got to get a second quarterback. Yeah, because you know Carter is the reason why we drafted our startup dynasty league the way we did, and now we've got Cooper Cup, an aging wide receiver that's injured, that's just plummeted down this draft board, sitting on our dynasty roster. Rut row. All right, so what are we looking at here? How's this thing going? How's this thing shaping up? What's what's Taps been up so to? Derek, uh, Derek drafted who I thought you were going to take, and that was KJ Osborne. Well, you know, I got Jordan Addison already. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I definitely. We do, we do often discuss having pieces of high-powered offenses, but, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had um, – yeah, I had Addison already. And Derek, he's sitting on – yeah, I see he's going with a little late golf Jamison Williams mini stack here. Also drafted Jonathan Taylor even in the sixth. I still feel like – that's a good good value if he plays, but he may not play. But it's a couple games. I thought about I thought about getting them there uh, as well, but uh, somebody was going to take him. Somebody was going to take. Uh, yes, we are playing the puppy four right now, everybody. We're playing the puppy four on UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code Quest. If you want to get in the next draft with us and you're new, promo code Quest will get you a 100% instant deposit bonus. You get in the draft now. And then later, after the stream, you guys should go rewind uh, about 30 minutes ago. We gave you uh, a couple of our favorite pickums this weekend where we're playing over-under on the props. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we got some juicy props that we're betting on this weekend. Plus, they have the mystery pickum of Patrick Mahomes, half a passing yard. It's so good. So good. So Messiah wants us to uh, air out Derek's Derek's roster here, and uh, yeah, he went he went um, with Jonathan Taylor in the sixth. So that was the that was the big gamble there. Uh, he 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 took DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Watson. I feel like you know the the roster started out really strong. I like DeAndre Hopkins, but I feel there's there's Man, I don't know, man. I'm all the fence on Christian Watson. This is definitely a higher risk there. There's a higher risk to Christian that? Watson than Tyler Lockett sitting right there. Oh, what? What? I got auto picks. Ah, clip it. Somebody clip it. Ah. <laughs> ah. Derek, you in the chat? Derek is hard. Uh, JT is hard to pass upon. Once Dobbins is gone, yeah. Oh man, I, what did you get him in like the seventh round? I mean, that's 
you know, the if he if he misses the whole season, then <laughs> obviously then that's a massive uh, you know, womp womp, but oh sixth round. So you're getting a potential first rounder in the sixth round. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stream. Carter the power going on power hour LSU. Let's freaking go. So, so I don't know. I don't know if you if you heard this while um, while you were hopping on, but the elephant in the room, man. Obviously, let's just go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, and that's our co-managed dynasty superflex squad right now. Are, are yeah. we in trouble? Are we we're in, in trouble? Of, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. Christian Watson's banged up. Cooper Cup is banged up. We just got a tank. We're we're selling all our assets. We're tanking. <laughs> Selling our assets. We'll have Jalen Hurts. We'll have Jalen Hurts and Caleb Williams next year. Let's just bottom out, bottom out, and just get Caleb next year, and, and we'll be good to go, man. This is yeah. all your fault. You know that. Well, look, I, I I draft for upside, baby. Cooper Cup is coming back healthy. We just got to tank. We'll, we'll tank and and. And we'll we'll be set for for next year. Sell our assets, and uh, we'll be good to go. I'm, I went live on. Uh, I didn't know I could go live automatically, so I'm live to the mediocre fantasy audience, which is an oh, audience, sweet. which is an audience of 20 subscribers, which most of which are actually in here right now. <laughs> yeah. So y'all stay here, please do. But uh, but yeah, we got it. We got to do another draft. In fact, we got to do two more drafts. Ooh, well, and then we. It's the last night, man. It's the last it's night. Night. So. You got to get them in while you can. I see taps in here. So so is is taps just a fantasy guy or is he a football card guy too? Oh, he's he's a football card guy now too. He was in the hobby. He's been a longtime collector. Uh, he used to do a lot of eBay dealing back in the day. He's always okay. been an entrepreneur, uh, but uh, he's been primarily a fantasy guy for the past, I don't know, I, I think probably about decade or so. And uh, he's got a lot of, of accolades and, and stuff. To he's, he's been very successful in fantasy, and he recently discovered our podcast, Carter, our podcast, and was like, Oh man, these guys are taking their fantasy knowledge and applying it to cards, and then he realized what the sports card market landscape is like today. And he's been tearing it up. He's been tearing it up. Yeah, I think the next evolution uh, to go along with like uh, Bowman, you why you guys focus on your picks. Um, there's this way of fantasy football called Campus to Canton. And you like draft guys coming out of high school, and you have them like it's like a it's like dynasty on on steroids. So if you would have drafted like Caleb Williams a few years ago, you get to have him uh, all the way throughout. And what's interesting about that is like I don't know. I, I hope Bowman U actually grows into uh, something. And I know a lot of the people watching this aren't college uni guys, but that's my ish, bro. Uh, I so. tell you, man, the quality is there. The quality is there with the, the <laughs> Bowman University Chrome, you know? Yeah, and, man, it's cool because, you know, in the NFL, like, th there are so many great quarterbacks in the NFL. There really is. What's really cool about college football 
is the rules are so offensive oriented that there's like a gazillion good quarterbacks. Like it is unreal how many good quarterbacks are out there. Um, but one thing, can, if I could just say one thing, I'm so freaking pissed off that I keep seeing these lists that have Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow in the NFL quarterback. Thank hire. You. <laughs> it pisses me off. It, 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 it pisses me off to no end. Andy can vouch for for me on that one. I've been saying Burrow since uh, the inception of our show. So Burrow is the guy, man. It p- he is it d- the Tom Brady replacement. God pisses me off. It, like it's it's it, it, like I don't know. What what do you think, Andy? Well, I mean, Joe Burrow was uh, PFF's number one graded quarterback last year, and his uh, passing efficiency metrics in like those uh those intermediate sectors of the field is insane and you look at the wide receiver talent he's got herbert doesn't have that <laughs> at all so i i'm with you i mean i'm 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 burrow all day especially if their defense is going to regress a little bit um i mean i'm burrow all day over herbert uh and this draft burrow went two spots earlier than than herbert so you know all right, Andy, you're picking, so don't auto again, please. Yeah, I got one auto pick already, man. Rashi Rice. We we talked Fine, a bit man. about uh, at the national. Three of us talked a bit about college, and you know, I got into how like there's not like a bona fide major college market here. But I will say this: I, I'm not a college uniform guy per se. Carter, I sent you that Justin Jefferson Prism uh, gold auto last night, man. That I'm mad at myself for not buying it. I mean, that just went for too damn low. And here's the thing is, if it's a player you like, even if you're not a college uni guy, I mean, why the hell not? A lot of times you can get, you know, an NT card of a college guy you like that would be like three times as expensive uh, in the pro uniform. You know what I mean? So if you like the player, why not? Why not? What was really interesting about that set, Steve, is the – the orange prism looks gold. Yeah. So it looks kind of like a, it looked kind of like a color match yep. on the card. But um, but yeah, man, I'm I, I sent Andy some of the cards I was looking at earlier. Some of these Drew Brees one of one logo man. The, these cards are so cool, and they're game worn. And not only are they game worn, they had the freaking date, the game that oh, Drew okay. Brees played. In. And I'm looking at these cards. I was like, I would trade a good bit of my collection for these cards. Uh, so I'm moving a lot of like this leaf stuff that I have to hopefully one day move up to get something like that, mm. which would be dope as hell. That's pretty cool. And not not an ordinary logo man either. That was the Reebok logo man, which you right. don't really see much anymore. Right. Um, so Masai with the question, Carter, at the end of the day, their NFL careers are over. Who do you think will be better, Burrow or Herbert? Okay. This is what I'll say about the debate. Justin Herbert physically is a far superior quarterback than Joe Burrow. Okay. And and there's not many guys athletically that can compare to Herbert outside of Mahomes and Allen, if we're being honest. And What's Andy going with here? Let's see. I got to go with the running back here. Might go with my guy Sean Tucker. 
I've been drafting him some. I'm kind of interested. You know what? I did. Uh, they've like, yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna draft uh, Sean Tucker. Syracuse. Uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, Masai, I, I I do think it's Joe, and a big reason is because of Jamar. Um, but I I just I just think Joe's a better quarterback. I I just do. Now, am I super biased? Yeah. Um. I've met both of them, ironically. Uh, Herbert was very brief. I got to spend a little bit more time with Joe. I like both of them. And I know I'm an LSU guy, and I got a Burrow painting in my back background. But I, I do think Joe is better. And it's not just because he's already accomplished more at this point. I just think, you know, Burrow just is, is, is a better quarterback at this point. Now, what I will say as uh, Andy, uh, as my witness here, I do think people are kind of forgetting how good Lamar is. And I think when Monken coming in, and let me know what, what you guys think in the chat. Do you think Lamar's cooked? Because, you know, he hadn't been elite in a while now. But Todd Monken's offense is a lot of fun to watch. He is an expert at featuring tight ends. The Ravens have by far the best one-two punch at tight end. And I think Zay's going to fit in well with them. So I, I'm still a Lamar believer. I really am. And I, I think, you know, I think he's going to be great. And that's what kind of concerns you with Burrow. Um, I was just in a high-stakes draft earlier tonight, and I got I kind of got froze out at quarterback. And I had to take Deshaun Watson. So I need your opinion, both of you, on D. Watson going into next year. He has upside, man, for sure. I mean, this is a make or break year for him. If he if he does not if he does not exceed expectations with the the system that he's got, the line, the run game, the coaching, the wide receivers, I mean, he's done, dude. He's done. He better watch out because DTR might take his place if he can't if he can't perform in this in this offense. Oof. I, I like think, uh, I like DTR. I'm I'm not sold on the full come back to greatness on him but i still put him in that b tier you know you have mahomes at the top kind of like the alpha of the pack and then josh allen maybe is right up there and, and hurts and then you've got the a tier you got burrow you got herbert um and then you've got maybe lamar at the end of that tier and then you have the b tier and i think he's like right at the top of that b tier because while he hasn't looked good yet he still has like the big rushing upside to go with the big arm plus all those weapons. So I think he's still going to be a good fantasy quarterback. I just, I don't think personally he's going back to where he was with the, with the Texans. Uh, let me get to a few of these comments here. Uh, I saw Ryan ask me about Paris Campbell and, um, and Terrace Marshall. Uh, I love Paris Campbell because his cards are dirt cheap. And he also did, Andy, actually make a few plays in the preseason. You know, I think he's wearing that number zero. And I think he's going to have a few good weeks this year playing in Dable's offense. And his cards are going like two bucks. Uh, nice cards. Uh, and he's from that uh, – what draft class is he? Not 2019. 2015, Yes. Um, no, uh, so 2019. I, 2019, okay. Excuse me. I, I was like, wait, I thought it said 2019. But 
you know, I like I, I like that. I I do. Um, you know, going to a better offense and it looks like he's healthy. You give me a few spike weeks. Let, let's roll. Let's roll, baby. And Terrace Marshall obviously is an LSU guy, so I'm going to be biased there. Um. So yeah, sure. Let's let's roll. I think Paris is spelled with one R. Let me see. Is it? Let me see. Or no, is it? Dude? Yeah, this does it. It's D A R R I S. So you know you're right, Campbell. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I thought you know he had the double zero jersey on his origins. Right. I was gonna look at that up and and ask you if you thought the double zero would actually, you know, be a benefit there because. Uh, oh yeah. You know, he, he's got the zero now. What are his autos going for? You know, he's They're cheap. I've I've seen like NT rookies of his going for like sub twenty five dollars. I mean, so the there's obviously some dollars out there, which is fine, but there's not a clear guy in the receiving room there. You could say it's Darren Waller. Maybe to some degree that's true, but um, there's not a clear guy. I think maybe realistically the top receiver on that team is possibly Saquon Barkley. So if Paris Campbell, you know, steps into this system and he shows what he can do, I mean, he's got that Debo role that everyone likes to talk about every year, but he's capable of doing that. Whether he's capable of staying healthy or not, I think is the big concern. Yeah. And it's, and if I can get, you know, rookie ticket auto for like, five ten fifteen bucks i'm down with it yeah i'm i'm oh, I'm, I'm willing to i'm willing to roll the dice there roll the uh, dice got to man no, no risk it no biscuit right and you're not and you're not at, at his adp i mean he you have a guy that could be you know a big point scorer this year that you're getting with almost the last pick of the draft I see we got some some uh, usual banter between Derek and Messiah going in the chat about their Lamar Andrews stacks, and they're always trashing each other's teams. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, no, I didn't get my AR photo framed yet that I won at the national. It's it's back there though. It's nicely preserved. I I am gonna get that framed and put it on my wall for sure. That's, That's cool, man. Awesome. That's pretty sweet. I have, yeah, I have right. signed eight by ten in the college uniform. T. Higgins. Ooh, T. Higgins. Nice. T. All right, let's roll. Are, are we doing a team review? Or are we yeah. going right to another yeah. draft? Yeah. Let's um. No, no. Let's let's roll into another draft. Let's roll. Ninety-six point five percent filled on the puffy. Let's get it going. All right, we got we got to get Whoa. it in. Still open. All right. This is so. This is how we do it, Carter. Okay. I don't know if this is how you do it on your on your channel, but we pull up the clock on the computer, and we tell everybody to hop in it. So this is going to be eleven fourteen. You know, it's an eight second delay, so this gives them plenty of time. If you're out there, get in there. Even if you use promo code Carter, I mean, use that promo code Carter. You get if if you're new. Let's get let's get in here. Just let's make get sure going. You're, you're paying attention to your own clock, not Andy talking, not anything but your own clock. Only. So at eleven fourteen, okay. Just yeah. say, just 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 say go for me, Andy, because I'm I'm having to look into a different window. All right. 
So I got We're going that. on fourteen. It's yeah, gonna be nine. Go. And we should get a lot of us in here because yeah. it's filled, but we it was it was like empty when we hopped in. <laughs> There's gonna be some mad people Dude. in the chat. We didn't get a, didn't get a lot of uh, time for everyone to jump in there. Uh, Derek, uh, Derek. Dude, Derek is about to laugh so hard. I get the one eight in every draft. Every draft in every paid league, high stakes league, I get the one freaking eight. The absolute worst slot. It's every single time. Every single time. <laughs> I feel I feel like I have seen you in the one dot eight quite a bit. So so then you should be like on your game here, man. You should have this strategy down pat from the eight hole. He's he's well versed out of that spot. All right, who all got in here? I think Bush Lee gets mad at us. He said your clock method blows, Andy. Why? No, the clock method is flawless. It's it's just you got to give you got to set it out two three minutes for people to have time to, uh, you know, what? to get in there and and click the button and make sure that they're they're ready to go. Ninety seconds isn't a lot of. Uh, a lot of time and that feels like an eternity to me here's the thing <laughs> bush, bush league if you if i win the twenty thousand dollars here even though you didn't get in i will buy you a rookie ticket auto of somebody i won't say who <laughs> uh, of somebody uh it just depends who that who is but it's not gonna be a peyton manning i'll tell you that God, oh, you get I get a rare opportunity to go Jamar Chase here. This is how much confidence. I got to show confidence here in my LSU brother over here. Yeah, I know. And both of y'all get the 1.1 1 .1 and 1.2. Both of which are <laughs> LSU players. It's been a long time since, I've, <laughs> since I had this ADP, man. I, I'm with you, Steve. It feels good, too, man. A little streamer's delight. I, I still have not drafted Austin Eckler in a single draft. What? Not a, not a single one. I, I've what? never been in spot. I'm always a 1.8. <laughs> I've, I've gotten the 1.1 1 .1 and 1.2 like a few times. I have never, never gotten Austin Eckler. Never. You're going to get him today. Never mind. No, not today. <laughs> right when you said that, Nunya got you. <laughs> Nunya said, Nunya. <laughs> Carter, I, I was trying to use the strategy that worked uh, the night that I got Tyreek at like the seventh pick. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was that was crazy. I'm still was, mad at you about Andy, that. Andy, I was complaining that I never get the right draft position to get Tyreek Hill, like four, five, six. I usually get before or late in the first round. And then I think I was sitting at seven or eight, and he just went, didn't get taken, didn't get taken, didn't get taken. And Carter's like, there's no way this happens. And then he landed right on me, and I'm like, now I got to take him. There's no way. Meant to be. What's Carter going to do? Oh, A.J. Brown. Is that, is that a, a differentiation for you, or are you always A.J. Brown there? No, never. I, I've not drafted a lot of A.J. Brown. So. Well, there you go. I love that play there. I, I like A.J. Brown there over Diggs because of the winner the whole winner thing i don't know how much you like buy into you know the week 17 and i think about week 17 in buffalo and i think about snowballs getting thrown in their face and stuff <laughs> and, you know <laughs> people sledding around the stadium 
in reality here, Carter, if if Kelsey slid to you, were you going to take him? No, I'm not. T- I'm not taking any Kelsey now. Yeah, I don't think so. At this point, I I'm not opposed really? to drafting him. I'm not drafting him in the first round. I mean, you're essentially sinking your own ship if he misses any significant time. Mm. Yeah, we watched Cooper Cup slide to uh, to the. Uh, I think he went to like the fourth round in that last draft. It was, it was pretty shocking. So let's see let's see what uh, Carter's going to do. I, I do recognize Broncos two thousand. That is a uh, premium member. Broncos out there. Uh, recognize Derek DBO sixty eight and Hitman. And you, Carter. Uh, so I guess our clock method is getting a lot of uh, down votes over here. Uh, people like the countdown. I used to do the countdown, though, and I got in trouble for doing the countdown. So Countdown is – here's the thing. There's always people that don't get in on the countdown. Just the same as this. The, time, the timing thing works 100% of the time. I do it with Derek all the time. I do it with people from work all the time and it almost never fails. So I think we just got to give, give them a little time, Andy. You got to remember that we're, we're running on high octane, keeping the show moving and, you know, we got to get people to get situated. They could be eating a sandwich in one hand and, you know, reading something on their phone and listening. And, you know, we got to give everyone a chance to get in. Here's Cooper cup at the end of the second round. After getting chase, calling your name. How many Cooper Cup? Oh, dude, Andy's going for the full out stack. Boom. I'm well, going Andy's double going alpha. I'm going double down alpha, Joey B. Oh shit! I'm on the clock again. Unless Hitman snipes him. I see. I'd love to wait till the fourth round to get him. I, I should wait, right? I mean, get, no, yeah, I mean them here. You, should, you should you should be able to get there. Someone might not someone might not let me, but I think I've got like the ADP. I'd be reaching twenty picks to get him here. <laughs> oh, Kaladesi just destroyed my dreams of Devonta Smith falling uh, six. Sorry, years. man. I, I thought about letting them slide by, but there's no way he was making it to you. Dude, I, I thought we were going to be friendly here. <laughs> I just didn't want anyone else there, so I had to take him. If you were like two, three picks after me, I probably would have gambled and went somewhere else. But he wasn't making it past Derek, that's for sure. I also don't have any Jameer Gibbs. None. Okay. And I have a crap ton of David Montgomery. Like an absolutely metric crap ton. That's a good thing. Well, maybe you maybe you draft somebody. Maybe you take a Rashad White in that range this time. Or are you thinking about prioritizing running back here? I mean, I think the running backs here, actually, there's some interesting names out there right now. Um, one of which I wouldn't pass up if I were you, Carter. I don't know this. Oh, you got to go. You, you got to get Stevenson, right? I, did, I don't have much Ramadre. Oh, he's gonna oh, uh, be a bell cow, man. Uh, are, are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Do, do we like Ramadre? 
I like Ramadre. A lot. <clears throat> He's a beast, dude. They dropped all their other running backs. It's him and Zeke Elliott. Ramadre is the <laughs> best player on that team. Madre? They're still Dude. they're still a run not run first team, but they're still a run dominant team. There's I don't well, think I mean, there's any he, true he, run first team anymore. It, look at look at uh Ramadre's uh, receiving opportunity. Routes run number six, route participation number six, target share number four. This was last year. So it's only going to increase this year with Bill O'Brien as their OC and actually having a decent offense. And then you look at his efficiency, number three in juke rate, number three in evaded tackles. I mean, the guy in, in these efficiency metrics was an RB1. So um, he was an RB10 on fantasy points per game basis. And I think he gets even better this year. Ramadre to the mother effing moon, then. At least to the point where he's put, he's giving you like seventeen hundred all-purpose yards, and he only got six touchdowns last year. And maybe that doesn't go up, but he had fourteen hundred all-purpose yards last year with sixty-nine receptions. That's gonna go up, man. I have very high confidence that's gonna go up, and that's that was already RB ten, and you're getting them here when we're already in that uh, wide receiver, like fifteen to twenty type range. So that's my thing. Like, if you can get him there, I like it. And and that was your first running back. Hey, Rick, mm. uh, Carter, Rick's Rick's busting your balls there, man. For what? What about, you saying? Uh, about the uh, said you're backed up with some Montgomery. You might need some some X lags or something. He said that did did Demont go to LSU? No, he definitely did. Not. No, no, he didn't. He, he's he is an Iowa State Cyclone. Actually, um, Javante Javante Williams is an interesting one. He's not in our. He hasn't been drafted in our draft yet, so I won't I won't talk too much about him. Oh, dude, our man Ryan from Rhino Burst just pulled a Gibbs Luminance on card. <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. I just I just drafted Gibbs at the 26, 26. He's a beast. Congratulations. Very nice, man. Congrats. Now is the time to get that list. Andy, I think Let's that we had a we had a pretty cool draft on stream last week. We had a probably very unique roster in that we went pretty uh, pretty old at the receiver position, but I think that that's cool because I, I don't think a lot of people did that. Now, it didn't exactly happen on purpose, but it just worked out that way. Yeah, that was wild. Some of these, some of these drafts go wild. Well, so what's the word on uh, Drake London? I mean, are we, are we feeling that or? Hey, it's yeah, he looked uh, he looked solid at the end of the year. I think the change of quarterback was all the difference. Ritter's got to be better than Mariota. London's got a lot of potential, man. So does Kyle Pitts. But I mean, how much are they just going to give it to Bijan and Algier? I mean, they were the most run-heavy team in the league last year. Oh, uh, here's your chance, Andy. 
Oh, I was about to get auto picked. Oh, but I already got my guy start up. We good. Right on cue. Look at that. Right on ADP. I was looking at I was looking at the screen. I was like, Andy, you better not you better not botch this one, man. Look at, sitting look, right look there. At Andy. <laughs> look at Andy. This, this this roster right now this just looks like a Mona Lisa, man. I mean, it's just a right now it's just a masterpiece. Derek, this one's for you, buddy. Hawk. Oh, now I don't know where to go. Let's see. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the worst case scenario, it'll take the guy I got started up, right? Oh, you know what? Let's do it. I already started him up. Let's take him. Good, 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 good. I like it when Kaladesi takes bad players. It makes me happy. What? Aaron Jones is zero washed. regression, age correlation so far. So far, it's a washed. Man. He is a washed. How do you figure? How do you figure? He is so washed. No, I'm kidding. He's pretty good. I'll tell you what. There, there's a chance, maybe, that. He's either going to play really well and they're going to keep him, or he's going to play really well and he could get traded if the Vikings, uh, excuse me, if the Packers are are tanking. I've seen some experts say that they think that uh, the Packers are a playoff team this year. I don't know if I believe that, but what do you guys think? Playoff team. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Ooh. Carter, we have a comment in from Mediocre Fantasy. It shows a little special icon next to Chris Borke here. What's up, if Chris? I said that right, Chris. What's up, Chris? What, what are we doing? We're doing Kenneth Walker. Let's go. I get down with some Kenneth Walker. Is that Darren Waller? I get down with some Kenneth Walker. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, you got Kenneth Walker at 56. Yeah, that's wonderful, man. Get some of that. Give, give, give me some of that sexy ADP value, baby. Are you talking about uh, Darren Waller or Kenneth? Because Carter was drafting. Uh, who wins the trade? PPR Waller and Elijah Moore for Christian Watson and Fryer. Uh, Waller and Elijah Moore. I I think. That's a good one. I like the second one. You but, like Watson and Fryermuth like better? Fryer yeah, I, I would probably go that. If it is just um, Darren Waller, I think I think for this year, especially since we don't know what Watson is doing right now, or, or what, yeah, what Watson's injury is, I might I might go Waller and more here. Uh, but I also depends. Just fine, but I think that with uh, Watson, you've got the clear number one and, uh, you know, a proven tight end. Now, Waller is a proven tight end, but he hasn't been proven for a while. So you're basically gambling on his preseason production to, you know, carry out throughout the regular season. Hmm. I'm, I'm going I'm, – I think I'm going Waller and Elijah Moore here as well. I think uh, Watson and Firemuth might get a little too touchdown dependent heavy. Um, I I I feel like a Moore and Waller uh, may get more targets. 
Yeah. That's, that's a close that. one, though. That's a really close one. And it's PPR. That's a great question there, Chris. Good one, man. It's not, like, really heavy either way, to be fair. It's it's pretty close. Look, Thundering is worried about my three uh, Cincinnati Bengals players on bye week. And it's, it's okay, brother. We got a long draft, and that's my stack. I got an optimal stack for every other week of the season that plays the Steelers twice a year with Deontay Johnson. Uh, we're good. We're good. Just hang tight. What have you been? What do you do? Oh, Chris Godwin at sixty-five. Carter, there we go. I could do it. I had to like. I could not convince you to draft Chris Godwin. Yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> why not? <laughs> that's amazing. I'm telling you, watch out for this Tampa Bay offense week one. I think I think people have egregiously slept on Tampa Bay's offense because of Baker Mayfield. And uh, maybe it's Todd Bowles too, but I like Dave Canales. Look at what he did last year in Seattle. And now he's our OC. He's going to be calling the offensive plays. Uh, and and he's bullish on Rashad White. Holy crap, about the auto pick. Y'all were going to let me auto pick too, weren't you? Yeah, I, 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 I was just listening because you, you sounded so wonderful. <laughs> JT. Oh, I got auto picks. Jonathan Taylor. Dude, I I mean Jonathan Taylor at pick seventy one. Imagine saying that a month ago. I mean, I just yeah, think that'd be like I mean, I think that could be such a steal, man. Yeah. I mean it's it's Jonathan freaking Taylor. Yeah, let's hope he plays now. I was saying this to Derek last draft because Derek drafted him right at the same spot, right right here at the uh, uh, the six seven turn, and and here I, I I got so I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's like dang, I hope he plays, man, because if not, he's useless. So he's still I still gamble here at seventy one. Yeah, would you agree? I I think that. The only real risk is if he doesn't play. I mean, if he plays, you just you just got the steal of the draft, hands down. But all right, Andy taking him, being a little gambler tonight. He's got uh, Javante also, and I'm all about. I like Javante. I've been I've been drafting a lot of sheets. You, Andy, I know I got a lot of criticism. I was going heavy Jacobs just like I was last year, and I was getting him in the fourth round. You can't get him earlier than the second, or later than the second. You know? Got American Patriot in the house. AP's my guy, man. Let's go. AP, what's good, brother? Yeah, another auto pick. I'm glad you're here, AP. I need help. I need help, man. AP, a PHLer. We're still in pain, man. Got our asses kicked. I know. I felt bad because uh, I know you really didn't want to talk about Jordan Davis rookie cards going up, this and that. <laughs> 
after that that week one game and it's like you told me you guys were the only ranked matchup that weekend so everybody was watching that everybody, everybody watched us get our ass kicked everybody mm. let's see yeah i gotta go on ahead and draft them i was gonna try and get sexy to see if he would fall to me there you go this draft, this start this, this draft is starting beautifully beautifully Goddard, man. Saying, I man. Think, I honestly think he's one of my favorite tight ends. You should have that number eight spot locked down. And you're doing a good job so far. I'm digging it, man. A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts. Now you got Goddard. You got Ramadre Stevenson. I had to twist your arm a little bit there to get Stevenson, but I think you, you like it now. Drake London, Ken Walker, Chris Godwin. Man. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Broncos starts out Diggs, Olave, DJ Moore comes back with Justin Fields. Love that DJ Moore, Justin Fields stack as well. Damian Pierce in the fifth, like it. Uh, Gabe Davis in the sixth, like it. David Montgomery, man, that's that's a solid draft right there too. That's a seasoned drafter kind of roster coming together there. I think Derek, ultimately, like, I don't know what you guys feel about this, but when I do my friends and family league, I used to do a rule where the, uh, in seasonal, where the last place person got to pick at number six. And then it went from there. Like, last place I pick at number six, second to last place pick at seven, because I felt like six was the hardest spot right in the middle of the draft board. Interesting. I mean, look at Derek's roster. You like, I, I like some parts of it, but then I'm like, what is, I don't like other parts of it. Like, I, I mean, he went Bijan Robinson at number six overall. When does Derek do that? That's, that's kind of unusual right there. And then Jalen Waddle at 19. Okay, love it. Mark Andrews at 30. Okay, I can get on board with that. But then Christian Watson at 43. And I know uh, Carter and I disagree on Christian Watson. And then Pickens at 54. Ahead, uh, Pickens ahead of Tyler Lockett, or no? I guess the Tyler Lockett went right before him, but Pickens ahead of Kirk Dotson, Zay Flowers ahead of Zay Flowers. I don't know if I could do that, and uh, you know. So, so basically, Derek lost his fastball. He's washed. <laughs> no, that's what you're basically saying, man. He lost his fastball. No, I think I think what I'm saying is this is probably his uh, 250th draft <laughs> at this point. He's uh, he's like in and he's just making the wildest picks that he hasn't made. He's like this is a five because he also used to doing the uh, the twenty five dollar best ball mania fours. He's like this is a five dollar puppy. Let's get let's get crazy. Ah. Uh... Brad Nolan's in here. Uh, let's go to American Patriot since we have a great college football mindset. I'm betting Colorado over Nebraska minus three. Do I take the over under a 59? Oh, man. Uh, man, that, that game is such a hard game to uh, handicap. Um, I, I would I would guess the under. 
I think that offense will will cool down some, especially after the uh, the way the game went last week. I don't need. I don't. I don't think Matt Rule is going to get in a shootout. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that Colorado line. If you really want Nebraska plus three, I think you can get a better number uh, closer to kickoff because there's just going to be so much money gassing in on the freaking uh, on the freaking Buffaloes. Hmm. You think? Uh, I mean, you you think Shadur is the real deal? You think he'll like translate to the NFL? And he, he's good. He, he's he's pretty good. I don't I don't think he's like a, uh, a Trevor or or someone of that stature. But I think I think I think so. I mean, I think he could play in the league um, eventually. Oh, Marvin Mims this early. You sexy beast. Look at you, Andy. Uh, can we get some uh, love in the chat for Brad Nolan asking where's Trubisky drafted at? Oh, uh, he's not drafted. I'm sorry, you're in the wrong format. And if, wrong if this was a super flex, he would be taken later, but uh, sadly, not in this format. Unless you got some big stones and you want to take him last as a unique play. See, Derek always does these two tight end builds that never make sense to me. And he just, I just got both my picks sniped there. And uh, you got me right in the stones, uh, speaking of that, with B Rob. I know. After your analysis on the last draft, I decided to uh, differentiate my exposure between Anthony Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. So, yeah, because I, I the, the thing is, is the next available running back. Uh, after him was Dylan, which normally would be fine, but I had Aaron Jones already. So when you took him, I was like, oh, derailed, <laughs> derailed. So, so look at going, Carter, going back to this two tight end build that Derek's doing. I haven't seen him do a two tight end build on some later drafted tight, or, or I guess, it, you know, you're going to get like, he's got Mark Andrews and George Kittle here. So I feel like almost like he was drafting based on best player available in the seventh because George Kittle in the right. seventh, he does have that top three upside if he's healthy and things are clicking. It's not artificial turf, right? Like George Kittle. Right. He's, he's only going to play on a real turf now. Something else, I, um, I, I will say this to AP's question about like the over-unders and stuff like that. I'm always really good at the beginning of the year, but I get figured out quickly, so I'm I'm horrible. Don't don't take what I say as as law. Huh? 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 Sports betting is really hard. So I, uh, I will say this, Carter. I don't know how much NFL you do, but yeah, uh, week one, I feel like is the easiest to bet on in in the NFL. Oh yeah. If, you're, if you are in tune with a player's uh, profile, previous season performance, yada, yada, yada. The lines are kind of set a little soft, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. It's all based around somewhat of an unknown expectation with a lot of players. That's why the sheet that we did on the show earlier with Andy had a lot of, like, obscure guys on it. But um, as the season goes on, these roles become more and more defined, and the lines just get really firm, really tight, really hard to beat, whereas week one is – not that hard, and then week two gets a little harder. But after that, it's a massive uphill climb. 
No, I'm, I'm in full agreement, man. It's, 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 if you like, what I read a stat earlier that home underdogs in week one are a ridiculously good play to make. Um, so yeah, take that to the bank. Thundering says Trubisky's a bad player. Hey man, don't hate on my PC like that. Don't don't hate on my PC. Like so what you're saying is, as the Giants, you should be betting on the Giants Sunday night. I don't yeah, know what, I, I, what, here, I, got line, I got the lines up here. Let me tell you. Oh, I did have. Oh, here they are. I I pulled up the PFF uh, line on the um, the Colorado. So if you uh, want to take the, game. you want to take the Giants, um, they are plus two and a half or plus one forty three straight. Wow. I can't keep drafting more Cincinnati players, can I? Uh, no, but yeah. I can draft Daniel Jones here as my second quarterback with Joey B. Kind of liking that. I'm going to do that. As we're talking about the Giants. And then I'm going to put Star okay. Hyatt. I know Waller's gone. Yeah. Campbell will be out there late. Man, I hate this part of the draft. Hodgins, I've got like a 50% exposure to. I haven't drafted him in a while, but he was, yeah, I was drafted a lot earlier. Just, you know, I grabbed yeah. cousins from me. Just derailed my whole thing here. So, yeah, y'all think Kenny Pickett's already cooked? What? Who says that? Well, I mean, if you think Trubisky's a guy. Oh, these Trubisky truthers. These Trubisky truthers. <laughs> yeah, buddy. If you're in a truther draft, yeah, Trubisky would be taken number one. He's the, he's the guy that's got, like, uh, you know, he's the, the raw deal, you know. Give the guy a better chance. I don't know, man. He's you know, we talk about we talk about uh, what have guys done. I, I I will say this. Let's not forget that what happened to that guy is an absolute crime professionally. He was a pro bowler his rookie year. Now, if this was the current card market, you guys would be throwing money at him, right? But he, he did he didn't like suddenly regress and get terrible. He he was sabotage. 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 Four coordinators in four years will do that to you. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I don't know, man. You, you really, you, you got, I'm letting them talk me back into Trubisky. I bet his market is super cheap. Not as cheap as I'd like it to be because I'm, I'm still buying, baby. Not to resell, but just for myself. He, see, the thing is, Trubisky may have more athletic ability than Pickett. He's obviously got bigger hands. But it's, it all comes down to the decision-making late in games. I mean, this is where I've seen Trubisky make mistakes, make 
boneheaded decisions. Uh, and that kid, I mean, he's got the draft capital. He's got the athletic ability. It's does he have the decision-making ability and the, the passing accuracy when push comes to shove on those money throws? Samaje. Where are you guys at? Oh, you're taking Samaje at uh, 128 after Nico. Moster. Look at you going Moster, 104. And what are y'all thinking about Moster? Moster. Must start. He's nicknamed Must Start for a reason. Let's go. I mean, if he's healthy, that guy's one of the faster running backs in the league. And we know he excels in that kind of system. Kyle from the Kyle Shanahan tree, that Mike McDaniel system. So, yeah, he's he's gonna put up some tutties and some points for sure. Since, since we're before we can get completely off the topic, right after Brad Dan in the chat, love you, man. Repping repping Trubisky, not letting people disrespect the man. Yeah, the kicker doinked it. That was against the Eagles, man. We were absolutely shattered. In that moment, so it was a career-defining moment that did not go his way. Uh, so we got to leave a light on for him, right? Got to leave a light on for him. Here's here's the interesting thing: is he's not old, and, and it's a league that QBs can play for quite a long time. And so, I mean, I I could see a a realistic situation where. You know, maybe he gets finally a chance to start. I was honestly really excited for him to potentially start uh, going to Denver, or excuse me, going to Pittsburgh. And then, uh, man, they they pulled that rug out from him real quick. Well, if I if I want a nice Trubisky card, I know who to talk to. I just got. Uh, I don't know if I love that it. 2017 product too. Love that 2017 product. Somewhere around here, I picked up a nice Trubisky. Carter, you are uh, focused over there, man. You like? I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush this draft. This is. Is do you feel well, like I got this you. Is normal, the best normal, draft? Normally, I suck at these, so I mean, I gotta give it my best, man. I mean, you you were off to such a hot start. Uh, such a hot start with A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, feeling great, Ramadri Stevenson, Drake London, Kenneth Walker, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard. But then you start going off the rails at uh, in the eighth round, Quentin Johnson over Cortland Sutton. All right, did, no, you, you got him at right after Cortland Sutton. So, oh, you went Quentin Johnson over Elijah Moore. Then Raheem Mostert. I like Mostert there, though. Uh, Nico Collins, I like it. P. Ryan, okay, all right, at 128. Mooney at 137, I like it. So he's just that one pick I didn't like. Well, I'm just cooking, man. Let You're me cooking. cook. No, you you are cooking. You are cooking. Let let I'll let a brother cook. Let a brother cook. You know, there's some drafts where like 
none of the guys you star up get taken. And then, then there's this draft. <clears throat> I mean, I am drowning right now. Every time I start a guy up, they're getting yanked. Andy, how's your draft going? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to round it out. I just took Jalen Hyatt at 143. I oh, made some right reaches now. that people would be like, whoa. But I look at Marvin Mims as a, a rookie that I think can put up a massive amount of fantasy points this year. Because um, Russell Wilson, I think, still has the deep ball. And Sean Payton beat the table for this guy in the second round. I think Mims is better than Judy, and Judy's always is banged up. And uh, I think he's he's obviously he's faster than Sutton. And now with uh, Patrick and everybody else out, it's um, Marvin Mims should be on the field in a lot of two and three wide receiver sets and like put up some serious points. Yeah, I'm feeling good about my draft. Let's, let's see where I'm going to go here at 142. Oh, this is exactly where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a play that you touted um, almost all offseason. Contrarian to what Derek did at number six overall with Bijan, you went with Tyler Algier. You continue to beat the table for him. He's super efficient last year, given opportunities as a rookie, so he's young. Uh, Tyler Algier, man, take him. All day. Where is it? Oh, yeah, here. Rick asked earlier why the Falcons were the most run-heavy team in the league last year. I think there's a couple reasons. Nice, Steve. Color match Algier. Arthur Arthur Smith, um, he's a run-heavy coach to begin with. Look at his time at Tennessee before Atlanta, you know. Um, And then at the same time, you have – Marcus Mariota as your quarterback and you've got a good offensive line and you've got a good defense. So their whole strategy was to control the clock, <laughs> run and get, move the chains, get, you know, extend drive score. And they hung in a lot of games. I think Atlanta hung in quite a few games that were decided at the end, right at the end. Uh, so that's his, that's Arthur Smith style football, man. I think they get a little bit more pass heavy this year, but not by much. <laughs> so Tyler Algier becomes a play. Like, you know, I mean, I get that we think there's no wall that Bijan Robinson can hit in terms of volume, but I mean, golly, you, you think Bijan Robinson can stand up to like 350 carries or something? And that's still the, like, how many total carries are they going to have there this year? 500? Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be realistic. I mean it's it's not to say that he can't finish first, because he definitely can. He's he's got the right profile. He seems to have the proper skill set for it, but man, when you take a rookie running back first, you are essentially you have to hit. He he has to hit for that to be a good value. I've only drafted him a handful of times just to make sure I get exposure to him, but I think that's just a, such an expensive price tag to pay. For Bijan? Yeah. yeah. Wow, his ADP has moved up to six. 
I remember when he would the best balls we were doing right after the draft, people were taking him number one overall. I've and then that simmered down. There were there was a couple drafts that I did where I was getting Bijan in the early part of the second and at the end of the first. And now he's back up to the Derek saying his ADP is six point six. But I think some other guys in the chat are also surprised like me that his ADP is back up into the sixth. And it's not like end of the first, middle of the second. Uh, let's see. So I saw somebody in the chat said Ryan said he liked the Algier curve. Then you'll really like this Trubisky Silver Select PSA 10 that I just got this week. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't resist, can you? Good, man. I, it's not a, not every day you run into uh, a couple other Trubisky enthusiasts. Brad, let's go! Hell yeah, man! I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the light on for him. You know what? I I definitely feel good having at least one Trubisky rookie card in my collection. Now the next step, Andy, is to get it on your wall behind you. Then you'll really be cool. I probably had to get a uh, Trubisky silver auto. What's so? What's the entry price for a Trubisky silver rookie auto? The select one or the uh, prism? I guess just any kind of mid-tier rookie auto, like even I, a rated rookie. There's actually an, there's an optic hollow PSA ten that I have bookmarked that's really inexpensive right now. I could send it to you if you wanted. Is Jake Ferguson any good? Oh, dude, he's been climbing a lot in the um, in the preseason and training camp. He he's gonna be like the Dalton Schultz role this year in in Dallas. That's what he's trending in in the direction of. Let's keep it unique. So I think there's just I think Ferguson has showed uh, from a tight end depth standpoint. He's got the best route running skills. So what what they noticed uh, during the preseason was with the starting offense, Ferguson was running the majority of the, the routes from for, for our tight ends. And I think you'll see Ferguson have like a lot of those tight end screens and stuff that they like to play. This guy's interesting, man. I, I got to ask you about this Kendra Miller, Carter. Yeah, I'm just out. I feel like I just took him. <laughs> I just took him. No, but there were some people in the chat talking him up. I, you know, I, I look at him sitting down with Matthew Barry. Matthew Barry talking him up. You know, uh, I see some things I like in the profile from college, but I'm like, man, has this guy got that dog mentality? Like, he, he don't. I don't know, man. This is weird situation already with him. You know what? I got a, quite a minute till my pick. Let me get you that link. So you're out on Kendra? Yeah. Oh, you're on clock. Let's see. Mr. Spike Week, baby. 
Rashid Shahid. There you go. So, so you, you would you rather have Shahid than At Perry? At Perry, it's made, it's made some made some news, but no, I think Rashid Shahid can play. I I, I he's do. A rookie too, right? Is it? He's year two. Oh, year two guy. Yeah, no, he made plays last year. Andy, check your uh, whenever you're not busy. Your Discord DM. Don't share that though. That's that's something somebody will buy immediately if you share. You you asked me for a Trubisky deal. I send you a Trubisky. Rashid Shahid. Where did Cooper Cup go? The third, I think. Let me see. So I I noticed that. uh, You wanted the three dot five. Oh, Cooper Cup? Yeah. Uh, Rashid Shahid is is shown on the starting roster in three wide receiver sets with Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. Rashid Shahid can play. I just have to believe in the Shahid. <laughs> believe in the Shahid. Why? So do you have the week 17 matchups memorized, Carter? Yeah, kind of, sort of. I, 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 I would become too bound to the week 17 stuff at times. So I've just kind of released myself from it. There you go. Yeah, it's not the, uh, it's not the only way to play, but it's... It, it, it's optimal. So, like, for instance, like, I don't want to reach for any Cardinals just to reach for them. Yeah. Andy, oh, uh, I did send you something in the private chat, Andy. That one I would like you to share because there's a few people, including myself, that would just love to see it on screen here. Ooh. Got the gold vinyl. A lot of people watching that one. Thirty-five hundred. Super gold vinyl. I almost said super fractor, but I think their optics are vinyls, not super fractor. Man, that's beauty. Buy it now, man! I'll tell you what. If I win one of these tourneys. Copping it. Let me see it. Thirty-five. Oh, well, that's a freaking grail. Where yeah, does it say one of one? Is it on the front or back? It's got to be uh, on the back. It says it, on, it says it on the slab. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be on the back of the card, right in the middle. I think is where it says one of one. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would make sure that it's not like one of these. I'm sure it's not because it would have said it on the slab. I would just make sure it's not a black box. But it is beautiful. That is a Trubisky grail. That is 
speaks the truth. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Three. Hey, um, Carter, do you know where Taysom Hill is going to line up at? <laughs> I no clue. All positions, man. I'm taking him here. 180. Let's go. Yeah, he's going to play all over the map. Bum, 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 bum. Puka. Puka Nakua. That's a guy that's made some noise this preseason. Yeah, man. Okay. I've heard I've heard good things, and uh, it only looks that much better if. Uh, it only looks that much better if Cup misses time. So we're pivoting. We're pivoting off a of Cup. We got we got the whole almost the whole Rams offensive unit. We're just missing Higby. We're going triple tight end, boys. Dan said he bought a Roshan turn of the century for 50. Nice, man. I, I'm huge on Roshan, man. Every time Derek drafts him from me, I get a little bit upset inside. But uh, I'm just more excited for him to uh, – I think he's going to take the most of the workload over, the old Demont role. Is Baker Mayfield even going to be good this year? Oh, come on. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be decent. Let's see. You know, so contract negotiations have stalled out with Mike Evans. If if we're going into a rebuild mode, Mike Evans is no, trade candidate number one heading into the trade deadline. That's not gonna help Baker Mayfield if there's no Mike Evans. Uh, <laughs> you know, come on, Baker Mayfield is the former number one overall pick, and uh, I, I think he's been. He's been he's been he's been decent to good before. Prove the haters wrong. Oh, he's got Mayfield. Did you draft some bucks as well? I know you have uh, Godwin. Godwin, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you spelled bucks wrong, Derek. Did you take Baker Carter? Is that what? Oh yeah. Nice. Here's the no question: if Andy, real talk for a second, you you were talking about if if they start playing bad and they trade Mike Evans, would you not agree that they probably make a QB change? Yeah, I do agree. That's what scares me now i do have baker on a couple of these sheets but i did on some of them also take trask just as an insurance policy because honestly that's a bit scary to me but i don't necessarily think they're going to be terrible now that I, people are still buying trask i'm getting offers right now on my optic hollow psa 10 and uh 
People are still buying Trask. So, <laughs> it's Trubisky's uh, long lost brother. <laughs> I'm on the trash so, train, man. Trying to decide if I'm going to take Desmond Ritter for a third QB or if I'm going to take Kate Otten and go all out with Baker. Yeah, yeah. take Kate Otten, dude, because your tight ends are Goddard. Ferguson, yeah, dude, take Kate Otten. That is money here in the late round, in the last round. Do it for the Bucks. Come on, yeah. Baker. Kate Otten is definitely better than people give him credit for. Come on, Baker. I took you over Desmond Ritter. Let's go, Carter. It, I put. I'm, I can't believe I put an absolutely wonderful draft on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield. But here we go. <laughs> no, nah, man, you have hurts. What are you talking about? He's a bye week guy. Well, Baker, man. If, if Baker can't, if Baker can't come through in that week seventeen matchup against, uh, isn't it New Orleans? Yeah, we're playing New Orleans. What if you're in the finals, Carter, and you got uh, Tampa? Playing New Orleans in Week 17, and you, your victory is contingent upon Baker Mayfield and Kate Otten. I'm Otten. fine with that. I mean, I think Kate. I, I mean, if the Bucks suck and they're in shootouts, I mean, what what if Baker turns into Geno Smith here? And I have the nuts. You know, I kind of wanted to take Ritter to get you know my top three wide receivers all stacked. But I went with Kate Otten for a three tight end build. Well, probably see, this should, is the thing. I probably should have gone Ritter, when, but who knows? No, no, no. When you when you say the Bucks suck, I I think and in, in they're in these shootouts. I'm looking at the Bucks defense. The Bucks defense is probably a strength at this point for us. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm expecting us to play more deep like be be better on defense this year than we were last year and that's gonna really like help control the pace of play like help the offense and that's why i'm i'm more like uh leaning towards uh rashad white <laughs> but and the receivers outside of baker i gotta have a baker though just to, i gotta have some exposure to baker who who do y'all think I should have drafted in the chat? Should should I have taken, uh, should I have taken Kate Otten over? Uh, should should I have taken Kate Otten over uh, Desmond Ritter and gone with my first three wide receivers all stacked, or should I have? No. I should have gone Ritter. Yeah, I probably yeah, should. You do have Drake I, would, I would never take three quarterbacks if you have Jalen Hurts, man. Um, if Ritter was out there in the last, yeah, he should have gone. Yeah, I probably should have gone Ritter. But I, I like that Kate out of the third tight end there. That's interesting. So I got both the tight ends and receivers double stack, but I could have gone the triple stack. Yeah. Trubisky. Yeah. That would have been a that would have been a good last pick. All right, let's get another draft in. Let's go. Andy, oh, now hurry up before y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all gonna have to go. I got, I gotta go to bed. 
But I mean, the live stream would end, so you, you got to roll with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll right. go if uh, if you guys are going. No, I'm going. What, what happens? Hold on. What happens to the window? I gotta get the window back up. We got this. I'm pulling together, man. All right. That's not the window. I closed out of it. It's okay. Wait a minute. Got this. Hold on a sec. Is it not letting people get in the puppy anymore? Oh, it's gone. It's cl- It's filled. The no. puppy's filled, man. No, See, it's not. It's, it's a sign. Puppy's no, filled. It's not. Oh, it's, not, it's not on my yeah. screen. It's gone, man. It's gone. It's filled. Damn. That's it. <laughs> There's no it's way. A, it's a sign, man. You know, I, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm furious. Oh my god, I'm furious right now. Womp womp. That sucks. How did it fill? It was that, close. That, it was over 98% when we, uh, we started. Well, that's a bummer. I can't get Come enough on, guys. drafting, man. Well, you still have weekly winners. You got weekly winners. And, oh, and... All right, I'll tell you what. If we could if we could fill this before before everybody leaves and drops off the stream, it, let's do a private one. If we do so if I go to NFL, we can do even a 10 person. Oh no, they're two person, three person. Hold on. Are they still doing the season or did they shut it down? I think they shut it down. Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. Uh, no, five dollar drafts. We could do a five dollar, twelve person, private one, between between just us here in the chat. Sure. Let me make sure that this isn't some kind of slow draft. Uh, no slow seconds. business. All right. Yeah, it starts when the draft is full. So all I do is create a private draft, and no, I'll no, send out. Let's just go ahead and wrap it up. What about the dog bowl? Top three win tickets to Miami for a live final. It's only a six. I right, just posted the link in the chat. Oh shit! All right, hold on. I'm gonna post it to, in the private chat too. For you guys, come on, Carter. How much is it to get in? Three bucks. Five five dollars. I would do it if it's three. What? Oh, I can't I do the three link, now. I, think that <laughs> link work. I, I can't. That, I can't. It's two bucks too many. I can't, so, you know what? Somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody, super chat, uh, Carter, two dollars. How, how much? How much? How much is it? How many people are in the league? Yeah, the link's not working, bro. Twelve people. Uh, well, I've got three people in it already, so I'm we, gonna post. We got to get, get nine more people to get in it. Yeah. Is it the yeah, twelfth yeah. person? Uh, the one that says prize yes, is thirty-two dollars. Right. And all right, the so three-dollar entry one. Huh? No, you got to use the link that I sent in the the, uh, the, the chat. The link I sent in the private 
in the private chat because this is a private league. All right. Yes, sir. Promo code Quest. If you guys are new out there, takes, Andy, the link just takes me to the Pickums. What? Yeah. Derek Derek said he had to click it 10x and then it worked. What? I'm clicking the um, the link right here on the uh, the web page. For... What's the entry? I mean, I'll just go into it manually. No, I, you can't though, because it's a private. It's a private lead. Oh, well, maybe I'll just keep trying to get it. I don't see that. We're almost full at this point. We just need uh, six more people, and we got Carter. We we gotta gotta figure out a way to get you in this, Carter. Well, let, let's see if it fails. Yeah, I okay. do so many of these, and I get to six people, and then I just have to cancel it. I don't believe in you getting twelve people. Oh, I see how it is. Well, um, I'm about to prove you wrong. Come on, guys. Let's prove them wrong. We we got 22 people out there right now. That means we just need uh, like a third of you guys to to play. Um, and give me a second. I'm not sure why this link. We work. have uh, five spots. We only have five spots or six spots. So did anyone actually confirm this link's working? I, I keep getting stuck in the, uh, here, let's see. Derek sent me a link. Let me try clicking his link. Oh, it just keeps taking me to Pickums. I don't know why. Yeah, I cl close out, maybe clear your cookies. Oh, you know what? Let me try clicking it on the Discord on my phone. This could be the cheat code. Let's see. All right, guys. Yeah, Ryan, what's up, man? So... Carter, Ryan here in the chat is setting up a table at the Dallas Card Show this weekend. Why, why are you telling me this now? Whoa, what's going on? You're getting a little, I'm getting a little reverb, man. I'm getting a little I reverb. Uh, Steve, I think it's you, brother. I'm going to mute you for a second. Is it him? Yeah, I think it's him. How did you know it was him? That's crazy. I thought it was me. He, he, I've heard that come out of Steve's thing before. Oh, look, you only got four. You only got four more in this private. Oh, we only have four spots open. Yeah, hey, I was able to get in on the, on my phone. Okay, let's see. So how do I? How do? Okay, Derek sent me. Let's go. Boss Quan Gaming says, "What's up? First fantasy underdog draft. Welcome, man." Hey, Bosquan. Welcome. All right, we're only four people out there. Rick, where you at, man? God, am I am I really doing this? Am I really? Uh, 
but there's no grand prize. It's five dollars to win thirty-two. This is just high score, right? No week seventeen BS. Yeah, it's first place thirty-two dollars. Yeah, just high score. I mean, I, sw- I swear I'm gonna join this, and I'm going to be in the one dot eight. Watch. <laughs> oh no way. We I'm gotta, in it. Get Three more. Three more people. Yeah, I I'll I'll get us filled. We'll fill it. We're gonna fill this thing up. Watch this. Let's get a PHLer in here. Promo code Carter. There you go. Derek says we are degenerates. This is all we got until February. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, there's gonna be weekly contests, but uh, as far as the season long ones. Is it free? Uh, it is not free. You got to sign up on Underdog. Put in uh, Andy's promo code, Quest. Get your deposit match. Little, little, uh, couple bucks. I think it's only five to get in this one. While we're waiting for the last few to fill. Let's go over some of these Vegas lines. Let's talk about the one that's most pressing, and that is the Lions and Chiefs tomorrow. The Lions only move two points. It's minus four and a half, KC. How do you guys feel about that? Oh, it's down to four? Yep. Ah, well, Chiefs now. Chiefs minus four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair. The still 51 and a half total points. Chiefs all the way. Lions going to upset the Chiefs and win by one. I think it'll be a showcase, man. I think the the Lions will finally get to show what they got on the on a bigger stage. It's hard to beat the Chiefs at home, even without Kelsey. It it just is, but I like that they're getting points. You know, the Lions were actually, a few weeks ago, were actually plus six and a half. All right, guys, we only have three spots open. Just three spots. I'm looking at you right out there, guys. Three spots open, underdogfantasy.com. I'm going to post this link again in the uh, Dan, Dan in says the he's filling out an account. All right. Sweet, sweet. Who who is? Dan in the chat. Dan O'Brien. V, let's go. V, let's go. See our man Daryl. I think we're gonna fill this up here just momentarily. Uh, are these winner take only, Andy, or is there a, something for second too, or? 
Yeah, yeah. second gets 17, third gets oh. five. Derek, thank you, man. <laughs> Derek, Derek putting up a, a Derek Richard uh, play bonus of $5. Where are all the degenerates at? Oh, no. Oh, man. I know there's only yeah, like, about five states, I think, that don't allow it. Maybe something like that. Andy, when you're plugging it at the beginning of the show, you got to put up the uh, accessibility map with your promo code so people can see where uh, where they can get in. The, the say that again. Uh, the the map. You got to put up the accessibility map for uh, for underdog so people can see it. Yeah, sports betting is illegal, but uh, it's also not considered sports betting, which is why you can do it in Florida. But some states that uh, allow sports betting don't allow fantasy sports for some reason. I don't know why that is. It's a weird. All that stuff's just a weirdish. It's just politics, man. It's it's nonsense. I've I've a couple times I was down in Tampa. I set up a bunch of bets before I got on the plane because uh, you can't can't sports bet in florida so if you're traveling make sure you get your bets in before you leave oh no all right two spots open two spots open we're about to fill this thing here momentarily uh because i got uh, a couple more people to reach out to we're, we're, we're filling this thing guys if you're out there in the chat Let's go. Where's uh? Did we lose Brad? Brad, get in here, man. We need someone to draft for Bisky. Uh, no, Brad refuses to do best ball drafts. Come on. He's uh, he's he, a fantasy schnob. He he only cares about himself, so don't worry about it. Only <laughs> <laughs> cares about himself. Share. Copy. All right. That's right. You can gamble and do fancy, but can't do pick one underdog. That literally, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why you should put up the accessibility map uh, when you put up the promo code because it's some of these these boundaries make no sense, man. Oh, we got one, one left, one left. Where's the link? Uh, let me see. I still got the link. Okay. Promo code that quest. Promo code Carter. Either one. Andy, did I show you my? I know I was flashing all my cool tight ends earlier, but did I show you my Cole Comment? I may have showed you. But I didn't show everybody else. Gold Shimmer first off the line. Old command action. So here's a here's a cool story and a not cool story. I bought this gold first off the line out of ten. I bought the gold out of ten, the regular, not first off the line. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I got two really rare ones. Let's get the out of five and one of one. Well, <laughs> guess how much the black finite is on eBay right now? Somebody 
pulled it and has it listed. Fifteen hundred. What? Uh, Bush, it is not the rookie. It's actually 2022. It's this year's product. Yeah, 1500 and it's not even a rookie. So Wow. Well, we, we, if I can find the out of five, I may need to negotiate and put my first true rainbow on display. Wow. Dude, we're we're at one spot. One one spot. I'm uh I'm, I'm checking all the, the friends right now to see if anybody's available. It's gonna fill any minute, I feel it. Yeah, I mean one spot it may, it may be someone just uh setting up an account. I mean it's right there. You you guys got in this one, right? <laughs> uh click the link where do i click to join um if you're logged in it should take you right to the draft if it's not working i had to click the link from my phone and uh underdog loaded the draft on my phone so i don't know it could be a web browser thing i'm not sure Andy, I know you're a fellow Amon Ra enthusiast. I finally got my hands on a nice, nice Amon Ra. All right, Eli, have a good night, brother. There we go. You can see it better there. Got the blue scope Ooh. rated rookie. Ooh. The SG, uh, CSG 10. Very nice. Hoping for a nice pop-off, and then I'll get that listed after the game. J-Mo Amon-Ra. Sorry, man. I got to disagree with you. I'm going to see if I can't. I'm going to see if I can't do something here with our layout. I got, well... Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Look at that. What if I do that? And just do that like that. You guys don't see a layout modification yet on, on the other screen, do you? No. No. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Let's look at some other games here. So the New York Jets are plus one at home against the Bills. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty even, man. What's the over-under on that game? 46 and a half. There's definitely games I like better, like a lot better. Seahawks at home are only minus four against L.A. 
That's that's a much better game. Eagles on the road against the Patriots. Three and a half. Oh, no, they're at four now. Excuse me. I think a lot of people would say that that's a gimme, but Vegas has it that close. It's probably not a gimme. Yeah. yeah. Those are usually the trap games you got to watch out for. I'm about, I'm about to pass out. On, on, I'd already taken my melatonin. Oh. No wonder you get you get, you get looking like you about to pass out over there. Yeah, I'm about to. It's it's happening. Uh, and we we're at one spot. Literally, all we needed was one spot, man. We can get it. Oh no. Sports ticket underdogs is Indiana's fine. Yeah, it should be. Ray says he likes the Dolphins tight end yards one. Yeah, man, that seems like it seems like uh, not a slam dunk, but but an interesting one. Crazy. Just about any starting tight end in the NFL will get you fourteen yards. It's a race. Who's gonna get the last spot? All right, let's see here. Well, while we're on, while we're waiting for that spot to fill, Andy, Tampa, Tampa plus five and a half at the Vikings. Is that, is that enough? Um, do you have, do you think there's any chance at all? Plus five and a half? Yeah, I do. I do. You, you could see it being like decided by a field goal. You think Tampa's D is good enough to hold that offense in check? No, it, to generate some turnovers, I, I think that's that that that's where we could uh, maybe hit some home runs. You know, if we could get a pick six off Kirk, that would be nice because we are gonna we are gonna blitz. You know, gonna blitz pretty frequently. If we could generate a turnover. That'd be nice. Uh, they're they're definitely gonna put up points though because they're gonna. Be playing aggressive with Jay Jets and everything, um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think Baker can come out week one, and I think I think you're gonna have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, a combination of those guys put have big weeks this week one, man. Because Baker's Baker's gonna be confident, he's gonna be throwing the ball accurately. I think uh, he's gonna have a big week this week. I think it's his best, one of his better chances at a at a good fantasy outing is going to be against that defense. Uh, Jaguars at Colts, over or under forty five and a half. I'm going under, man. It's uh, what's the total? Sorry. I'm putting out one more link. Forty-five. <laughs> we and have a half. one spot open. <laughs> Forty-five and a half. Yeah, I'm thinking under, man. I I didn't see anything compelling from 
Richardson in the preseason and no Jonathan Taylor. I think it's an under. It's only a matter of time to one of these guys see the message and they're able to get in, right? Dan, uh, try your phone and try your desktop. Uh, if, if the link isn't working, just open the link on YouTube, but have Underdog on your phone. It should work. I think it's a browser issue because I wasn't getting it to work either. Which postcards to have auction end after two set of games? Uh, yeah, I have had pretty good luck with that. I have tried on uh, big matchups. I've had games or auctions end at uh, halftime, and I've also had auctions end at the end of the game. And I can say this, I've had mostly good luck with it, but it can absolutely backfire in the event of an injury or if a guy's just having an absolute goose egg of a half. Goose eggs are bad in football. Goose eggs are bad. I, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of options here. Um, I'll hang yeah. out with you guys. Give it a little bit longer. Yeah, we'll we got a couple minutes. I mean, I got, I got to work in the morning too, but I'm willing to give it a couple minutes since we got all but one person in here. So, no, I, I, I should have known this was going to happen. The, dude, I can't believe we came this close, and then I've been saying I'm going to prove Carter wrong. I can't get a hold of anybody right now. Everybody, Everybody's busy or sleeping or something. You can't be that busy. You can't draft on your phone. It's just I – th I think – and then you have some technical difficulties. You got uh, a valiant attempts out here from v cards and dan and well i you know how do we send it public i i guess i could go on twitter and uh let's tag underdog or something like you know post no, it no, no, no. public lobby <laughs> carter said no 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 <laughs> no we're gonna get one more in there happen all right let's keep running down this game if I, if I gotta go get uh go, go get my wife's phone and create an account for her there it is hey it filled holy crap it filled no way it, it is filled watch watch and watch me be the one dot eight I swear I know it I'm the one dot eight. I'm the okay. one dot eight. The one dot three. I'll take it. Oh, this will be interesting. We got Bush drafting before and after Derek. So you got, uh, oh, Tony Dick Boy. That must be, um, that must be Rick. I'm guessing. Is that is that you, Rick? And then you got Scaladesi, got the Hitman. Then you got Carter at the three. All right, so you guys are at the two and the three. Bosquan, I see Bosquan at the four. Uh, no, there's Rich Dicko. Rich Dicko is at the five. 
so I don't know who Tony Dickboy is. <laughs> I Steve, see Rich Dickboy at the five. <laughs> Steve, this would be the best opportunity for you to get Christian McCaffrey at the one dot two. I have a good. Whoa. Whoa. I, I see what chance. you were trying to do there, and it just backfired. Yeah, I, I, did, I had no idea he was going to do that. Oh, but his man. name is Tony Dick Boy. So I. <laughs> I mean, so, I knew you were gonna do it. I knew you were gonna do it, just just to make me suffer. Oh man, I didn't think there was any chance he was getting me. Wow, yeah, there's no way you can pass up Justin Jefferson at the one dot two. Huh? You guys are in the draft. Uh, let us know who you are. SG SGT Crusher, recognize that name. Uh, RD SCIV. Who's that? I appreciate you, RD. And and then I'm at the eight. Steelers, Steelers seven out there at the nine. Rhinoverse at the ten. There's Bush Leaguers and Derek rounds it out at the turn. Derek's in. Here we go. Derek's in. Drew Sanders. Clickbaits. Drew Sanders. Is he talking maybe maybe he's trying to say Shadur Sanders? No, Drew Sanders is a linebacker for uh the Broncos. Oh, okay. He played at uh, Arkansas and Alabama. Well, it sounds like he might be pretty decent. Oh. I gotta say, I'm pretty shocked at uh, Kelsey's ADP just not moving. Oh, yeah, Artie's isn't concerned at all. Uh, didn't get Bijan. Bijan at seven. Oh. Oh. I think we're gonna go AJ. AJB at eight. It's getting all serious all of a sudden. Everyone's. No, I'm, I'm just about to fall asleep and I'm just going to auto fall. Everybody's still focused. Who does Carter want in the second round? After mm, uh, going Christian McCaffrey? Hmm. I don't know. He doesn't get the three spot very often. He may he, he may not really know what to do here. Oof, look at Derek with that start. Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard. Double tap, Bush Leaguers, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ra. Oof. It's one of the things I hate about at least the beginning of 
the draft when you're drafting early is such a long wait for your next pick. And then that it's normal. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> You you were you were trying to get me into a third draft. I know I, I that know. we probably would have, if Puppy was open, we would have been wrapping it up right now. And, and, and how you pick on the phone at auto pick Bijan? Um, any have you guys done drafts on your phone? With the, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Derek's got it covered. Oh man, <laughs> dude! See, I should have put my foot down. I should, no, no, this is this is fun. This is good, but I I hey, can this. tell that that we're all fade. We're we're fading at this point on the stream. But no, if you guys are if you guys are still tuned in, uh, three three hours and forty minutes in, you guys are are real quest goats. I appreciate you guys. You know, if you're if you're a degenerate drinker, you stay at the bar till close. If you're a degenerate baseballer, you stay up till midnight doing baseball drafts. So hey, we're all right. We're all right. Dude. Five bucks and a couple hours. Hey, the, se- the the season starts tomorrow night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if I put some music on, Carter, that'll help you out. What do you want? Some uh, some night driving? That's my favorite one. This is not going to put you to sleep, is it? No, I mean it's doing the job now. Said you got Bijan earlier. So you got Cooper Cup. Tony, thanks, man. Let's see. Don't do it, Steve. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do I it. I don't even know who you want, but no, I I just don't do want. it. Just don't do it, man. D- Dan got said he got auto picked twice. That's not who you wanted, was it? No. Oh, okay. You wanted, uh, I'm not going to say it until you draft. Okay, that's who, that, that's who I thought you wanted. I, I almost took him with the last pick. I was uh, thinking that I had a chance with Devonta. Uh, maybe it would detract Tony from taking him if I took the QB first, but strategy did not pan out. Uh, Dan, if you are now in the draft, uh, you can log in on a, 
on your desktop or whatever. I, I personally think it's easier to draft on a desktop, um, but teach their own. Yeah. Did that pick work for you? Yeah, more. It looks like it may have. Stevens. Ripping packs while watching. Nice. Nice. What are we ripping? You said uh, select draft picks. Yeah, what are you what are you ripping, click baits? He said earlier he was pulling select. I kind of feel like ripping a 2020 prison pack right now to keep me awake. Bro, you should. You got anything that's um not not don't don't rip any because we know your luck with cards with ripping packs. <laughs> it, 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 it's unreal. So you have anything low in, like lower end that you feel okay with? Yeah. <laughs> I see. We got action. Let's see, Derek takes my guy Fields. I love how they put Bush Leaguers and Derek right next to each other. <laughs> Pure, purely for the extra entertainment, I guess. Yeah. I got a score 2021 value pack right here. Ooh, nice. Let's see what we got. Come on, baby. We get a field. Let's see. T. Higgins, Dion, Lombardi, Lenny. There's. Harvey. Let's see. Are y'all still even there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm now, here. Now Andy's asleep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, drifted off there for a second. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna get some water, dude. I'm gonna grab some water. I'll be right back. <laughs> water. Nice, good call. I'll probably do the same after my next pick. Uh, Herbie already went. These consolidated drafts are definitely 
always wild, man. The ADPs can get stretched out all over the place. All right, what I miss? What you did you pull anything, Carter? No, I'm still ripping it. It's a big, big run on tight ends just now. <sighs> we got a little bit of uh trash talk going in the chat cooking up here between Derek and Bush score is one of those infamous products that you get uh, a plethora of cards even if they're not ones you want mm. look at this nice little Justin Jefferson insert what uh, what happened? you got a Justin Jefferson yeah, just cheap little insert. I'll take it. Nice. I'll go with a guy that I like. Go with a guy that I like. Najee, okay. I mean, it's a good... There's definitely a case for him to be going way earlier than that. I I think that he's being overfaded, personally. Overfaded? Majorly. Like he won't, his usage won't evaporate simply because they have a second cog in the wheel. That's my cue to grab water. Bear back. Look at look at Pegasus here, just finishing his first auction dynasty draft. Four hours, Pegasus. Pegasus, please tell me you signed up with Underdog in my code. Please. I know he has. Pegasus is a legendary PHLer. Jerry Rice rookie card, okay. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. Gosh. Oh, we got Najee Harris in the chat. Najee Harris is in the chat saying that he is what? Really He's faded in the for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Overfaded. Crazy. Not just in the ADP. He had a couple of hits of the good stuff. <laughs> Pegasus just finished his first Dynasty auction draft. Four hours, man. That is quite, quite the marathon. What was the buy-in, Pegasus? Because I don't know if I'd do it. I'd probably do one just for fun at first. That's interesting. Yeah, what was the buying and what was the uh, the budget? Maxime Lauzon says twelve team PPR 
two flex defense kicker. What do you think? QB colon W. Did the uh, rest of the message get chopped? Maybe. I get so many. Like when I when I go live, I get so many random messages. I love it. Let me see. I think maybe he meant to write wide receiver next. This is from your channel. Do you think it's just because you're a, a fantasy football sh channel streaming right now? I've, I, I don't I, understand this question. Do you guys understand this question? No, I think it's an incomplete. I think he meant to continue writing something. Mm. Maxime, we're here to help you out. Clickbaits pulled a JSN Auto 11 out of 25 jersey match. Does that make it a one-on-one? Um, technically, you can advertise that as a one-on-one. doesn't officially make it a one-on-one, but technically you can eBay one-on-one it. Yeah. eBay, the good old eBay one-on-ones. Infamous eBay one-on-one. All right, still. All right, Steeler, what you going to do here? Oh, there we go. Watson, Eckler, Stevenson, St. Brown, Cooper, Flex is Dion, Madison, Defense, Seattle. That's a 12-team PPR. I like the team. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about Seattle defense, but I mean, you just you could just stream that basically. Defenses are interchangeable week to week. I think there's a couple defenses that are under being underdrafted for how good they are: the Jets, the Saints, the Commanders. I mean, hell, the Commanders are a good defense, period, and they play Arizona week one. Rich Deco, don't do it. Rich Deco, don't do it, whatever your name is. Rich Deco, if you're watching the stream, do not do it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Rick Dickow. Oh, yeah, our guy, okay. Archie's mm -hmm. going to do it. He's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. Come on, Rich. Now you do what you want, Rich. Do what you want. Mm. He went Mike Evans. Bosquan went Madison. Let's see if Carter got what he wanted. Got the Trevor Stack, baby. That's right. All right. I, I was going to say, I didn't know you were going there. With, 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 with eight spots. Look at that. This, this draft this, this is coming together. Come together. Right now. Under me. Well, that's probably not the words, right? No, I, I don't. Oh, it's under pressure. Under pressure, right? No, that's a different song. Uh, clickbaits 
wants your professional opinion on what you think that 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 JSN 11 out of 25 purple X fractor. Now, is it is it autographed? Uh, select graphics. Um, yeah. What do you think? Something to go that Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna ballpark it like forty dollars or forty to fifty something like that right now. Let me get my pick out of the way and then I'll take a look. Oh, does he have a photo of it? Yeah, clickbait. Send us a uh, send us a photo of that card in the Discord server. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That was the JSN jersey match. Z Money XV. Uh, from the mediocre fantasy chat. I'm trying to see what his little profile pick. It almost looked like he was ripping a bong there in the, in the profile pick. Uh, he said, rate, rate my squad, 10-man PPR, Trevor Lawrence, ETN, Stevenson, JJ, like Justin Jefferson? See, what? How do I get into your league? I, I get that. And he got Mark Andrews. Look what? At that. Dude, you're gonna destroy this league, and George Pickens as your flex. CD and Justin Jefferson—that's crazy. Wait, how does that I even? Happen? I haven't drafted Miles Sanders in forever, so I—I I, I just picked him. I mean, are y'all out on Miles? No, I like him. I'm out. I'm out on on. Well, the ADP is not bad. He's not bad. He's pretty cheap in cards. Getting him in that range is one of the juicier values that you can get. I just think that there could still be, uh, it could be, there could still be some significant negative game scripts for the for the uh, the Panthers. The JSN uh, card, because it's a jersey match, I think you can definitely ask way more for it. But I don't know. Since there's not a lot of pro, pro uniform stuff out yet, maybe you could put it up for 50, 55. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. I put a uh, 54. You know, it's, it's JSN. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. He can actually say there's a chance he plays in week one. Week one, yeah. Yeah. What a twist. Ryan is chugging, chugging PBR, pre grading cards, and destroying <laughs> us right now. <laughs> that is, uh, wait, I think that's. Wait, Ryan, that's not Rhinoverse. No, which, which one uh, are you SGT Crush? Why, why does everybody no, it, why does everybody hate Bush Leaguers so much? What do he do? I I like Bush Leaguers. They're just hate. I think I think that uh, I think that with all the toxicity in the chat, people just felt like piling it on. Wait, I don't I don't see Rhino sports cards in this league. 
Yeah, Rhino Rhinoverse. Ryan, what's your uh what's Rhinoverse? Your... It's right there. No, no, no. Uh, Rhinoverse is another Ryan. I'm telling you. That oh, that's what I thought. Right in the middle there. Oh it's RDSCIV. So he goes Travis Kelsey. He's he's totally fading the injury risk of Kelsey. Uh, bullish as ever, 1.6, Mahomes, Stack, Keenan Allen in the third, Kenneth Walker in the fourth, DeAndre Hopkins, Zay Flowers, Rashad White. And it's solid. He's got the vets. He's got them. He's he's got some of those vets locked down. He's got some young guys too. Hey man, I I can't hate on it, so it's all right right now. It's pretty solid right now. It's I think it's not. I think it's Najee Harris hating on Bush. Derek says he loves Bush, but Najee says, uh, "Please tell him, tell him straight, man." Thanks, Carter. Love your stream. Najee's loves mediocre fantasy. No, I got auto picked. I got auto picked on because Najee. Damn. Oh. You got a good, you got a good pick out of it at least. Who Damn, did I get? Oh man, but I, I mean, I'm done at wide receiver. There's, I'm done. I'm done, brother. I got six wide receivers through the first oh, eight yeah. rounds. There's only like three rounds left. What do you mean three rounds left? <laughs> oh. So. I could only hope. I'm kind of talking myself into DeAndre Swift just being a smash this year. Okay. Well, yeah, you can do I think that's not that hard to do, man. It's not kind hard to of. do. What, what's your over-under on how many games he plays? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, if, if he um, if he's healthy, I think he's, he's got opportunity, like high-value opportunity each game. And, of course, he goes right there. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Made your uh, decision easy for you. That's true. You got this, Carter. You got this, man. Oh, he auto-picked them, I think. Or my draft froze, one of the two. What's well, the... What's the What's the longest you've ever made it after taking your melatonin, Carter? Yeah, sometimes I'll stay up all night afterwards, but y'all are just so unbelievably boring. I mean, oh well, I'm gl I'm glad the uh, the truth came out. Mm. I mean, especially especially freaking Kaladesi, just the most boring individual of all time. Does <laughs> it? <laughs> Of all time. Oh man. Try to distract me while I'm picking here. 
doesn't get any more boring than uh, old Traylon Burks right there at the pick 95. Now that's some value, man. That is some value. You know what's interesting is people, uh, you know, clowning on Tannehill. Like, I, you know, these guys won't be good because they have Tannehill as their quarterback. But AJ Brown had Tannehill as his quarterback. That doesn't make AJ Brown bad. My Tannehill's good, and he'll throw the ball almost five, six hundred times. They may prefer to run, but they will throw the ball. Ryan knows what's up. Burks was looking like an absolute breakout before he got that concussion, man. some rasters here mm, card extra thick at receiver went running back four wide receivers took the Ridley T loss stack and he went AJ Devante went a little balanced and went running back running back and then continued Hitting the receivers. Derek doing one of his more balanced approaches, anchored with the two early RBs. Went QB and then leveling off. Leveling off. It's the music, isn't it, Carter? This is uh, too, too chill for you, huh? No, it's perfect. I'm in bliss. Brian said you sniped him, bro. You sniped him. What? Which? Which card show, Ryan? The, I think he's going to Dallas card. Show. He's going to Dallas this weekend. I wish I. He's I wish I could. Dallas this weekend. I was doing one of these last night, and I think I told you earlier, Khalil Herbert went in the middle of the fourth. Then the same guy took Jared Goff in the seventh. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh, I sniped. I sniped Thundering. Got Brian. I knew he would have been after Jalen Warren. Steelers seven. Hmm. 
it's just way too far below ADP, man. That he's got dual threat upside, baby. Danny Dimes, come on down. What's to not like? He's too good. Too good, man. Too good to play the game. That just goes show you. Goes to show you how quickly things can change. But he was hating on him, saying he wasn't a good buy. Uh, what's the what's the overlay? Mister Andrew says underdog has overlay like DK question mark. DraftKings. His uh, DK overlay is so juicy on the milli. The milli makers like their twenty five dollar daily fantasy. Uh, tournament every week. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, because they're guaranteed prize pools of the tournament. If the tournament doesn't fill, then you get a um, you get a lot less competition for equal amount of prize. You know? So, overlay is, is a good thing, if that's what it's called. I didn't realize it was called overlay, uh, but yeah, that is that is juicy. I'll definitely be doing uh, playing some DFS on DraftKings. Okay, is it uh, Mr. Andrew? Is it okay? It's best ball. I like doing the uh, I like doing the weeklies. Tony, oh man, got me again. Don't do it, Kaladesi. Please don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it, man. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm gonna do it. I don't think I'm gonna do it. Ryan is just beside himself that most are. It was win at one fifteen. I know Carter's going with a certain. I believe he's going with a stackable player. No, I was wrong. What do you think I was going with? Jamal Williams. Uh, he's going with the nerd. The, the nerd, Jamal Williams. <laughs> well, I mean, if if Kamara's out and Kendra's out, and this is just about points. Yeah. No, so I think Jamal's a great pick, man. He's he's a solid. I, I've, I've not drafted pick. him. I've not drafted him once. I mean, he's at least going to be heavily used the first three weeks. Yeah. The reason that uh, that he went in the 10th is because he was going in the 14th, but uh, Jeff Wilson is on the IR. So there's one less mouth to feed. Boss Quan, I might, I might buy that from you. On card, RPA Daniel Jones at a 99. My man uh, Tony from Tap sniped a Daniel Jones RPA uh, select out of um, out of thirty five last night. Made a, made the, the guy had the card listed for three fifty, and and he tested it out and sent him an offer at two seventy five, and the guy accepted it. Nice, I mean, a total snipe on that card. 
I can't believe that guy accepted it. Here's A-Chain out here now, y'all uh, tempted me. I'm I'm going with them. I don't have any other Miami players. I gotta give me a little slice of this Miami offense. Plus, I kind of went with uh. Well, I, I took Romadre in the third and Joe Mixon in the in the fourth. I thought I was I, I like the value on Mixon there. Like this is around the time of the draft where things start getting really unpredictable. The reaches begin to happen at a higher rate. Aaron Rodgers. Have you guys seen what some of the uh, cowboy running back prices have been going for without naming any names? <laughs> uh, deuce on the loose? Yeah. Goose. <coughs> Rhymes with goose, yeah. Sean. Yeah, his, his rookie cards are mad expensive. I wish I had sniped all the Deuce Vaughn Premier Hollows. I had an opportunity to snipe um, a bunch of those. It's probably like that's probably like a hundred hundred dollar card right now. I've seen some outrageous numbers on some of his stuff, but that just goes to show you, man. That's that's how that's how Dallas fans are, man. I I think I told you when uh, you know when I joined the channel. A couple years ago now and uh we first started doing this like i bought pollard and sold pollard it was like a, my greatest volume seller for a while and i couldn't couldn't figure it out because he was still in a timeshare damn the roshan love extends got some shit to follow Ryan Ryan's just taking all the guys that are are good when they're healthy, and they put up big games. But the, the problem is, what, what's what's the chances that uh, like three or three to five of these these guys on his roster at this point get injured by, by week one or two? Ryan, are you asking about like uh, social media? (laughs) 
Uh, both Ryans are in the draft. So I was referring to Ryan from Rhino's cards, RDSCIV. Rhinoverse has been pretty quiet over here, but uh, started off Stefan Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Travis Etienne, and then Debo Samuel, Brees Hall, the fifth, Joe Burrow, Marquise Brown, Isaiah Pacheco, Schultz, and then uh, Rashad Bateman, Romeo Dobbs, Penny. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of quiet back here at the 10th hole. It's hard when he's next to the, the infamous Bush Leaguers and then the notorious DBO 68 with that red and white badge. Uh, Ryan, I do the weekly show with Andy, which is being moved to uh, Wednesdays for the rest of the football season. And uh, I was planning to do like just a straight fantasy channel starting this year, but some real life stuff came about. So may still be a thing, but for now, just doing the Wednesday with Andy. Oh, but uh, I think he's I think he's asking about your Instagram or Twitter or whatever. You do have a uh, Instagram. Right, you have a card channel on IG, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're, if you're in the Discord. I, I think I have my. If if not, I can add it. Uh, yeah, post it up. Thank you, Mister Andrew. Here we go, man. I just had to wait till one nineteen a.m. to get to get this comment from Mister Andrew. Am I crazy for believing in Baker in Tampa? Carter, is he crazy for believing in Baker in Tampa? Yeah, I mean, what kind of idiot would ever draft him in one of these leagues? You said what Canadian? No, what kind of idiot? It was sarcasm. Oh, oh. I just did it. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing now. I just took Kenny Pickett. I know he's terrible. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Either. <laughs> I'm trying to Jordan Love now. I mean, gotta have a backup quarterback, right? Would would uh, the <laughs> soundtrack i'm hearing in the background is that like the uh the equivalent of elevator music but if you're best ball drafting sure uh crap i don't even know what i'm doing there you go i dig it ryan well with that that best ball strategy in mind, yeah. yeah, screw it, screw it. Who cares about injuries? Let's go, yeah. Mr. Andrew. Mr. Andrew picking up a lot of Baker.
Ryan says, in love with best ball, everyone can get injured. True. Yeah, man. That is the reality. Even the most injury prone uh, or lack of injury prone guys can suddenly get injured. So many free running backs at the end, too. It's crazy. It's still chicken. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I almost wonder if they'll use him as like a like a Marcus Colston white boy version. <laughs> what do you think, Carter? <laughs> Who? Oh, Rick about DJ? Yeah, I got one this weekend, man. Dolchik. Delucher. How the hell you say it? I'm not uh I'm I'm not Tiesto, I'll, I'll put it that way. But yeah, I mean I, I host a bunch of events, weddings, all kinds of stuff, man. Fun. Still trying to grow it, get better at it too. Let's see. Let's see you, Bush. Bush is uh, Bush is going on auto. Wait, who took who took Keaton Mitchell? <laughs> Keaton Mitchell. What? Tony Dick Boy. This is an army. Keaton Mitchell. <laughs> That is world class. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Who is it? I, th I think Keaton Mitchell went to ECU, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, East Carolina. Dang, that, that dude fast, though, man. Keaton Dang. Mitchell. He ran a 4-3-7, 40-yard dash. Was that, was that a mistake? I don't no, know. no, this dude balled out at East Carolina. Okay, so it is. Okay, yeah. Orin. This dude balled out with 7.2 yards per carry, 94th percentile, then went on to run a 4-3-7 40-yard dash, and his three-cone, impressive. But not the three-cone, actually. No, it's the... Uh, his vertical jump and his broad jump that measures his inertia explosiveness. Zero inertia explosiveness. Derek says CPAN is a joker as well. True. Yeah, I click baits. Flowers, hell yeah. The, the Dulcic thing is. Uh, oh, it's, there's Orin. What's good? Yeah, we got a late night Orin, Orin appearance here. Man, he's on the East Coast. Oh, I love it. The thing that's cool about Dolchik is he could end up having a role, even though they kind of they kind of smushed him in the public guy and 
kind of said he's not the starting tight end. But it doesn't mean he doesn't have a role. I mean, these coaches are never fully transparent with, with a lot of stuff. But that only presents a good buying opportunity if you think he's got a good skill set. Oh, Oren's in the draft, he said. Wait, who, Tony. Wait, wait, where's Oren oh, drafted? Tony. Oh, Oren's Tony. <laughs> oh, he's Tony Dick Boy? Yeah, he's Tony Dick Boy. No way. Uh, There's no way he's so. Tony Dick That's Boy. what he said. He's Tony Dick Boy. <laughs> that is so funny. Grab Devonta. He grabbed my Devonta. Orn is my guy. I was about to say, you have to be a Ravens fan to know who Keaton Mitchell is. That is so great. Now, Keaton Mitchell's good, man. I was just like, I've never seen anyone draft him. And I was, and I didn't even know where he went. In 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 the, in terms of like where he went in the NFL. The Ravens, man, that's an interesting landing spot. I mean, I'm I'm interested in Keaton Mitchell. When I see speed like that, and college production like that, man. The thing is, uh, they they do employ a. a a lot of running plays and Gus Edwards just ain't it man I hate to say it but he's he's often injured and uh you know the few games he plays he'll have like a couple mo like monster games but but then he's hurt so hey maybe that's like a <laughs> mega deep dive sleeper play there Keaton oh yeah this roster is making sense now that I know it's Oren I, I see the uh the Mark Andrews there I see the Ayuk. He's got Dobbins in the fifth, and then you got Keaton, Itch, uh, Keaton, Keaton Mitchell, Mitchell. Here in go. the fifth team. I love it. Orange of man. I'm telling you, the best pizza I've ever had was at Giordano's after not eating all day. Oh man, we gotta do. We gotta. We gotta do Pequods or lose next time, man. We gotta plan it a little bit better. <laughs> I've I've had Malnati's. It's it's fair. All right. Yeah, that Dior Donalds was all right. I mean, that was... no, come on, y'all are y'all are just y'all y'all just have no Let Orn be the deciding vote here. No, y'all come over to my house. I'll make you pizza in my kitchen. I'll make you homemade pizza. Ne next thing you know, Andy's gonna pull out of like a Totino's or something like that. <laughs> no, no, man. I'm gonna blow your socks off. I got a pizza stone. I've got the dough in the fridge and everything, baby. Let's okay. let's go. You gonna, you know what the secret is to making good pizza? You gotta you gotta saute up the vegetable. I'm gonna give you a pro tip. You gotta saute up the vegetables first before you put it on the pizza before it goes in the oven. You can't don't put raw vegetables on a pizza no no, no you don't put, you don't no you don't put vegetables on a pizza at all no, <laughs> what what i already know this pizza is ass water oh god if you if you're putting vegetables on it what come kind on of person, no, i'm not putting like lettuce and in, in, in you know I'm what, not kind putting, of, what kind of person does that i'm talking uh, like mushrooms and onions I, if anyone has anyone ever looked at a pizza and said, "Oh, you know what this needs? This needs this needs produce. That's what this needs." Produce? It's not produce. It's for flavor, dude. 
the, the sauteed yeah man when you get okay so what you gotta what you gotta do is uh you know go get with some pepperoni but i like i like bacon too you know get some bacon and you fry that bacon up saute it with the mushrooms and onions and get that saute you extract it the moisture out of those mushrooms and onions and they're seasoned and delicious and then you put them on the pizza with your bacon and your other meats and and then you put it in the oven it's, it's gonna blow your socks off carter I'm sounds sorry. like sounds like we got invited over for pizza <laughs> but vet yeah. What are my thoughts on Kalen Black running back out of James Madison? Big Dukes fan. I have no thoughts because I have never seen him play. But he's a beast. <laughs> Let's see. A Tyler Conklin pick was horrible. I should. I should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that Tyler Conklin pick is money, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers tied in, bro. Come on. He's gonna have spike games. Remember Robert Tanyan had spike games. Conklin's better than Tanya. Valid point on us. And that was with Devontae Adams. I think that that Conklin pick is sneaky good at the end of the draft. It's getting thin out there, boys. Uh, MGM wants us to give give his draft a grade here. Oh sure, yeah, let's take a look. Twelve team, half PPR, three wide receiver, one flex, with six point pass and touchdown. He goes Justin Jefferson, Chris Olave, Jalen Hurts, Drake London. Damian Pierce, Mike, Mike Williams, Mike Isaiah Pacheco, Jamal Williams, Evan Ingram, Elijah Mitchell, Jamison Williams, Tyler Algier, Deuce Vaughn, Rondell Moore, Pat's defense. He probably, he probably took too many RBs here, huh? Hold on, I'm going to make my pick. Let's see, one, one, I'm five. Yeah, I guess that depends on the how everyone else uh, drafted. He may have been forced. If everyone went receiver heavy, he might have had to take some running backs. Let's see. I mean, started off good. JJ Olave hurts. I mean, first four are rock solid. Pierce is solid. So it looks like Chaco is the RB two on this team. Pretty good depth. Uh, maybe I, I think it's solid. Lack of depth at receiver, but I mean the, the starting lineup is ultimately what's going to win it for you. But you might be able to move some yeah. of those backs and get you a little depth at receiver. I, I'm curious. Is uh, I'm hoping that somebody sniped him on Devonta Smith. Um, I'm guessing that's what happened. Because Olave at the end of the second, though, is fantastic pick. Can't go wrong there. That's good value. And then uh, Jalen Hurts. Okay. I mean, I think the, the he, he played the first 
five, six. I, I mean, I, I like some, honestly, through Pacheco all the way to Jamal Williams. I probably would have done something different there, but Evan Ingram, I, I've got exposure there to him at tight end. Elijah Mitchell, I can't blame you as a, a running back depth. It's just hard, like in a seasonal league, like picking the week that you want to start Elijah Mitchell. I guess if he's healthy, you're okay to start him, but. Now, that's a solid, solid draft. Oh, that was horrible. That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a B plus. Oh no, his draft. Oh yeah, no, that's a great draft. Anytime yeah. you have Justin Jefferson on your team and you get Chris Olave, it's pretty good. So probably even bump him up to an A minus. No, yeah, the best, no, best receiver, probably the best fantasy QB this year. Oh, no, 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 no. He drafted the right amount of running backs. He went zero RB. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So Carter gives you an A+. Plus. No, that's pretty good. Congrats. Subscribe to both channels. <laughs> that's yeah, I, don't he's, I don't think he's thinking about starting Elijah Mitchell. I think he's plugging him in as needed. All right, y'all. I agree. The worst, worst decision we ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everyone can't wait to get five hours of sleep, but uh, hey, you only live one. All right, guys. Good night, gentlemen, and everybody right. out there on the quest. Appreciate y'all. Later. See you guys in Later. the chat. Yeah. We got football tomorrow. Yeah, buddy. Night, night, Steve. Night, everybody. Peace, peace. peace. Have a good night.